Oh yeah, here we go. I just found this and it sounds good. Ooh, this is good. I like this. Last time on our adventure, the party had a fateful meeting at the residence of the Grand Sultan of the City of Brass, a massive hub of trade located somewhere in the elemental plane of fire. Escorted by Martel de Regalia, their rescued ally, from a trip to an unknown world, they were granted an audience with the traitor of traitors himself, bringing with them the core of a wind elemental causing the city many problems. They had waited in line behind a merchant to enter an audience chamber. Witnessing the merchant enter and then exit as just a skeleton, the party was naturally on edge facing such an intimidating being. Entering inside, they were greeted with a lavishly decorated halfling sitting on a golden throne. Pleasantries were exchanged as the group introduced themselves, Veyron taking point in the negotiation. The gift of the core was unexpected by the Sultan and was well received. In return for such a gift, Veyron asked for trinkets of power and aid to return to the Prime Material Realm with the promise to return and dispose of Jogao, the exiled Fire Lord who would return to the oppressive realm. The Grand Sultan agreed to the deal and brought Veyron into a nearby chamber to have a private conversation. Upon leaving, Veyron appearing to be carrying a satchel, a party was told to go to a nearby mine where the boundaries between the realms were weak. The party briskly left town, with Martel to leave the elemental plane of fire as soon as they were able. The Grand Sultan's salamander mages greeted them inside a working mine, and a portal was conjured into existence. They said their goodbyes to Martel, and the party traveled through the portal into a similar cave system. Veyron promptly took out his satchel and took up several magical items. He willed them to float and absorb their essences, giving himself a vast amount of power. He gave the party back the essence he borrowed and then some, thanking them humbly for their help. A squadron of dwarves led by an elf rushed the chamber with weapons brandished, stirred to action by the noise caused by Veyron. With a sway of his hand, Veyron de-escalated the situation and the soldiers departed. Outside the cave, Veyron said his goodbyes and headed away to the redeemed encampment to meet with the leaders of the rebellion. He said he would be in contact with Nyx if they so wished. After debating their next move upon their hilly location, a large mining town loomed below. As they made their way down into the industrious city to find rest for the night, a thick fog rolled into the city. They found an inn called the Supper and Sleep, ate some food, messed with some patrons, and received a restful night's sleep. Or so they thought. Upon waking up, the party assembled in the hallway and realized that everyone looked awful. Their bones ached bags under their eyes, and they generally felt worse than when they had gone to bed. We begin tonight's tale a little bit earlier, however. Kashigalith, you put your head on the pillow, and you almost immediately fall asleep. And it's one of those sleep, like dreamless sleeps for a while where just nothing is happening, but your aches and pains begin to fade. And then the vast nothingness turns purple. Slowly at first, and grows into a bright purple. And almost immediately, in front of you, 
is Veyron. Kind of floating there. His legs just dangling down. He looks you over. How are you feeling? All that much better that you visited me again, my lord. I'm very glad to see you. I wasn't sure if this would work, but it appears you're well on your way to being as in tune to me as Nyx is. Tell me, you seem to really believe that this might work, this rebellion, the redeemed. Everything else you've told me is true. You, My life was saved because of you. I found a new purpose, a new reason to dedicate myself. You know, why shouldn't I believe that when you told me I'd earn my revenge against Loth, that I wouldn't? In that case, would you mind if I put you to work? What task needs to be done? A little bit of an idea. And he reaches his hand out, and you're viewing this from like almost like a third person view. Like you're looking down at your body that's just floating there as well. And you see his hand extend towards Kashigalus' body that you're viewing from above and to the side. And a bright purple beam slams into your chest. This will help make things a little more creative for you. Your job will be to help guide people in the right direction of the redeemed, if you so see fit. This will allow you to magically alter a few things here and there. See to it as you see fit. But try to spread the word for me, would you? Of course. I will tell any and everyone I see about the great power of Oh, well, uh, I, I wouldn't go that far. Don't go into the town square or anything like that and start spouting things off. I mean, you've seen them out there before. No one pays attention to them. Mm. Most but... of them are considered nut jobs, yeah. Absolutely. We don't want them to think you're in a job. That's we'll leave fair. that we'll leave that to the little one, right? Exactly. I'll be more selective. I'll look for the opportunities then. So Veyron begins to talk to you, but you notice no words are being audible out of his mouth. You see him waving his hands in a, in a grand gesture, but you're not receiving the audio of it. And he stops and looks and kind of like looks around and then he begins to get fuzzy. And he does a hand gesture right as he begins to fade of like, look around and he just fades out. And almost immediately you wake up in a cold sweat your bones are aching, you feel like you have a cold sweat, almost like you feel like you are coming down ill with something, and you, you feel absolutely exhausted. You get up, 
don your armor, it just feels heavier than normal. Like, it takes a lot of effort to lug yourself around in it. And you look at your body and all the, the cuts and scrapes from your adventures are gone completely. Uh, magically or with sleep-induced resting. But you just, you feel the cuts and scrapes there still. There's no wound, but you feel as if something underneath still pains you. You open the door to your room, and happenstancely, you look, and Thrym is on the floor, waking up. Nyx comes out of his room, and Cax also arrives. And all of you now look at each other, and you guys look beat to shit. Which and one now... of you was sitting on me last night? <laughs> uh, I, I feel like I fell off the roof. Again. <laughs> I've slept on floors before. Normally I get decent sleep. This is weird. What? What do you think the the chances are that the 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 ah oh shit my head coffee I want it Do you think they have coffee here I I don't know but the barkeep did say they were getting in bacon today That sounds good too I'm going to start uh hobbling my way down the stairwell. I'll follow Nyx. Same. Cax, what are you doing? Um, shit, sorry. Cax uh, no is gonna... Uh, using the assistance of a wall or a handrail that's probably at eye level for him, walk down the set of stairs, using it heavily to aid him down the stairs. Sure. So it's like an L-shaped uh staircase that leads down um the gorgeous smell of cooking bacon uh just fills your nostrils and you can tell there's other smells with it you you aren't quite paying attention to it's almost as if you guys feel like you have hangovers um the the light isn't like you I have my light sensitivity people are having a little bit of that as the sun's been up for a while. Um, but besides that, like, your your vision isn't like, as fucky with, like, having a hangover. Uh, you you just, the one, one thing you guys kind of notice is you aren't uh, entirely unfamiliar with entering rooms and, and danger lurking is that no one's in there. And you hear noise coming from the kitchen next to where the bar is. Um... And no one is sitting at the one at the the bar itself, but you've got the uh, you've got the corner booth and a couple tables and chairs near the window, and then there seems to be five uh, stools uh, where you guys kind of hung out before. I'm uh, I'm gonna go up to the bar and kind of rap on the bar, you know, knock knock on it a few times, try to get someone's attention. What's the rest of y'all's doing? 
I thought Nyx was about to drop a hot verse sitting down at the bar. <laughs> drop a few bars for us at the bar. Walks up to um, the bar and he has fucking everyone else behind him going. <laughs> oh! Hyping him up and giving him a beat. Um, Cax is going to walk over to one of the stools and kind of look at Thrym. <laughs> And look at the stool, and look back at Thrym without saying it, and be like, "Can he like you, trying to you... get him to pick me up and put me on the stool? Because I don't <laughs> want to try to climb on it. I'm too tired." <laughs> and if oh, if I... Thrym doesn't like look at Cax, Cax will just like kind of tug on his arm, <laughs> like, "Can you put me up?" <laughs> I like reach down and I'll grab him, and I'll like lift him up, but it takes a lot longer than normal. Just kind of like set him on the stool. Hey, thank you. Anytime, buddy. So you hear some clattering, and you all. Uh, here, are you sitting on the stools as well, or what are you doing? Uh, we're standing behind Nick's at the table. Sure. On the bar. Okay. So you guys all. Um, Key, you've been just thinking in your head ever since you woke up about uh, what Veyron had told you. And you feel like you're kind of digging deep to... You're used to having magic, but you're digging deep to search for what exactly he had gifted you. And you're not quite sure what it is yet, but you feel that there's... Beyond the exhaustion, there's something in there that wasn't there the previous night. So you're you're standing behind Nyx and you're preoccupied. So you you hear the clattering of plates... And the the you start hearing footsteps. Every every one of you are just kind of looking down and just trying to figure out this new mystery of what the fuck is going on. The plates are put in front of you and they're heaping full of food, and the utensils are handed out. And it looks like it's some sort of like browner liquid that's handed to all the areas. And as you guys just start kind of digging in if any of you are doing that you look up at the barkeep and a very brisk and smiling Lacutus is smiling at you all what the fuck are you doing here uh, dig in you guys had quite the adventure back there dig into what and what the fuck are you doing here well that's uh bacon and eggs and uh little potatoes if you fry them up they're delicious not sure I want to eat anything from you. And I love to eat things. I, was, I, was I, mean, I made it with all... Well, actually, I didn't really make it, but the guy back there kind of fell asleep doing it, and, you know, fire hazards and all, so I kind of took over, so... Kind of fell asleep, or you knocked him the fuck out? Um, you... Feel free to go investigate him. He's uh, he's right over there, slumped up against the wall. No, no, no. Whatever. I'm not taking my eyes off you. Again, what the fuck are you doing here? Oh, I realize I haven't visited you in a while. Uh, wow. You you survived the elemental plane of fire. Do you know how rare that is from somebody from here? No, nor I do mean, I really care. I mean, the, the giant snake. You could have fell in lava. You could have become a slave. The, never mind the, the, the fire rocks. Like, they could have swooped down, picked you up, fed you to their babies. There's so many possibilities of what could have happened. 
And somehow, you all chose the path of living. I am so happy to watch my little ant farm today. Ant, ant farm, okay. The fuck did you just call me? Ant. You know, little insects, antennas, you have them here. Anyway. I say, you guys don't look so hot. I thought you guys got a well-rested sleep here. Yeah, apparently not. We have you to thank you for that. Uh, absolutely not. I don't interfere with any of this. I'm, I'm here just to get some entertainment value today. If, you want to help I, a brother out? If I didn't know any better, I'd think that he actually gave a shit about us, but... Well, yes, I, I am I helping. I uh, better than that. Nice, nice healthy breakfast. Uh, this is apple juice, by the way. I'm not sure if you've ever enjoyed such a nice beverage. It's a little bit different from ale. I know, Frim, that's a little uh, far-fetched of a beverage that you'd normally enjoy. Isn't that your favorite part of the apple, Nix? Is the, the juice of it? Yeah, but I don't trust a single thing this man says or does. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, 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 okay, fine, look. He snaps his finger, and this big rectangular frame appears behind him, and he steps to the side. He goes, let me just show it to you. And it almost looks like a weird view from the top-down corner of the next room, because you can recognize where the doorway to the left of Lacutus is is now in the right hand of this frame. Now, watch here. Watch. There's your fellow right there cooking, and you see it's the barkeep from last night. He's He has a bunch of burners going, and he's mixing things and slicing bacon and, and just really, like, going all out on your breakfast. And then very slowly just loses energy and just falls backwards. And before he hits the ground, he hovers. Oh, see, this is the moment where, you know, he didn't break his skull. Thank you very much. And the body, like, floats off to the corner. And then Lacutus winks in. And as if it was the same person, he begins to finish off the food. And then very shortly after, he takes the plates and brings them out. This oh. is exactly to the T what just happened in there. So... Fine. If this vision you're showing us is that of the past and what has led up to this moment, how do we know that you're not the one that put him to sleep? How do we know that you're not the one that's responsible for our fatigue? Now, why would I do that to you guys? Because you're a malicious dick. I am not malicious. No, 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 no. I may be a dick. I'm curious. And I also just came here to congratulate you. <clears throat> you guys would be a little bit more upset if I came out here with no food for you with the kitchen on fire most likely you guys upstairs you know snoozing away I mean that wouldn't do at all well then yes thank you for saving us from any fire hmm asshole he smiles genuinely I do find it kind of curious that he falls asleep in the in the same instant that you show up it's kind of bizarre well, I mean, hello, I'm omniscient, omnipotent, 
I saw him doing it. Why didn't you stop it? It's just really funny how everything seems to fall apart whenever you show up. And then this one time, this one time, you're like, I'm a good guy. Here's some breakfast, Cax. And some juice made from apples. It's a little, it's a little suspect. That's all I'm saying. And Cax is going to keep eating the food. (laughs) (laughs) Far too tired and stupid to not eat the food. Like I said, you guys survived what could have been certain death. You found who you were looking for. You brought him back. You guys survived at the bottom of some distant world's ocean. You know, I mean, I could totally do a parade outside for you, but I know, you know, you guys tend to lay low, and I don't think you'd really appreciate that, so I'm not going to go that route. But I at least wanted to come here, haven't visited you in a while, to say congratulations, you're not dead. Since you know everything, I guess... Why was the sleep so bad last night? Oh, well, that's the newest mystery in the world of... You know, usually groups, like, have a name. You guys ever think, uh, you know, making this a little bit more permanent with uh, a title for all four of you? Buck Lacutus seems like a good name. Naturally rose off the tongue, because my name is in it. Quite honestly, I don't know about giving us a name if you're going to passively let us die. In, if, if we're well, to be fair, I passively him. let all the things die that you killed, so... If if we're gonna believe him this time, he actively let us live for once, so... Could you... Could, could you imagine if we survived the plane of fire only to die in a building fire? How fucking funny. Cax is shoveling potatoes now. Like, into his mouth. In your head, Cax, there is a weird scenario that immediately takes your imagination. And you look over as you're wolfing this down and look at Lacutus in the eyes. And he, like, cocks an eyebrow a bit. And he smiles as you immediately imagine yourself being assaulted by bandits that rush in stabbing all four of you guys before you can even react, and everyone falls to the ground dead. And immediately that thought's gone. And just a little more of a sly smile appears on Lacuta's face. Everything's possible. X, like, looks around and notices that I'm pretty sure we're alone in the tavern, right? At this point? Yes. Yep. And goes, oh, I thought we were all just stabbed to death. <laughs> that would have been a bad morning. Oh, it was. But anyway, I digress. It looks like you has have a mystery to solve, don't you? Enjoy your breakfast. You'll probably need the energy. I assure you I had nothing to do with this. I am just really interested to see how this plays out, gentlemen. And with that... Snaps his fingers and Lacutus is gone. And you are left with an empty tavern, a sleeping innkeep in the kitchen, and delicious food on the table. I'm going to look over at Cax just shoveling all this food into his mouth. To say, well, it hasn't killed him yet, so <laughs> I'll start eating. You know, I'm rather small. 
So it would have killed me quickly. Yeah, now that Locutus is gone, Key's gonna start eating very eagerly. I'm pulling a ration out. Do you think... <laughs> Nyx do you is think... not touching this shit. <laughs> do, do you think the innkeeper is still hovering? You can go check. Oh, I will. Cax is gonna grab the cup of apple juice and like kind of scoot his way to the edge of the stool and hop down and then walk to the door and push it open. <laughs> you do that and on the inside the view that lays out before you is there's a there's an area to your right where all the food prep is and in into the to the left of that is looks like where it's cooked cuz there's like a little a little metal pipe that leads to the outside of where like exhaust fumes would go um and kind of slumped over near the food prep area is uh the inky and you just hear a slight snoring coming from him he's not floating he's just slumped up against the wall just having a nice snooze i'm imagining that this like kitchen area has a double hinged door similar to like like the wild of... west yeah well, like in like a lot of like kitchens do um, and the stove is probably one of those like older wood-stoked stoves from the bottom, where like your burners on top are stoked by a fire within the stove. Yeah, yeah. Cax is gonna walk over and like check to see if the fire is still going inside that, or if it's been like extinguished. It's it's starting to fade now. Uh, now that uh, the meal has been cooked, you you get the impression that nothing else was going to be prepared. So it's just the the. The fuel, more fuel hasn't been added, so it's starting just to kind of dim down. Okay. Um, Cax is gonna, like, close the door on the on the stove and, like, shut the <clears throat> like, airflow vent so it doesn't get any more air to it. And then he's gonna look around the kitchen for some for some fruit. Sure, yeah, no, you, you kind of look at this, this fruit prep area, and kind of over near the barkeep, uh, there's a sack, a very large sack on the ground. Um, and it's overflowing to the point there's, like, a couple of apples, like, just raw apples that, have like, are on the floor next to the sleeping shopkeep. And you kind of get closer and look in, and it looks like there's a couple of oranges, and it just looks like a, a, a grab bag of random produce. Okay, I'll grab, um, we'll say two oranges, two apples, and if there's a a, a bunch of bananas... Or yeah, a bushel you, of bananas. You, you, you better get those to Nick's. Yeah. That's I'm the only thing he's having a good fucking day now is if he gets a goddamn banana. <laughs> I'm going to grab grab two apples, two oranges, and some bananas. <laughs> and and I, I can tell that the shopkeeper or the innkeeper is just sleeping. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'm going to walk back out of the kitchen holding, <laughs> holding fruit in one arm and my glass of apple juice in the other. <laughs> Take a drink from my apple juice and... Oh yeah, he's asleep. I got fruit. Here you go, Nix. <laughs> and like carefully try to put it on the counter. <laughs> oh, he's he's totally asleep in there. It's honestly kind of funny. Did you try to wake him? No. I um, figure he had a rough night, so uh, I just let him sleep. Nix is going to walk into the kitchen. 
Wait, he doesn't know I took the fruit. Eat some fruit. <laughs> what if he's like, hey, you took my fruit. Just have some, have some fruit. I'm going to ignore Kax and go into the kitchen to find the, to find the innkeep. Okay. As soon Thanks. as he walked away from his food, Thrym took his plate and is eating it. <laughs> 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 All right. I imagine I find the same scene that Kax did. Yes, sir. I find the the innkeep slumped in the corner, mm-hmm. peacefully napping. I'm going to slap him in the face. <laughs> you slap him in the face, immediately he, he jolts up, looks at you. The bacon! And he gets up and rushes over and realizes it's gone. He goes, oh, I must have served it to you before I passed out. I'm uh, sorry about that. Did you Did you need anything? Just... Wondering why you're sleeping. Just tired, I guess. I suppose I didn't get a good night's sleep. Do you remember anything before you fell asleep? Well, you see, there's this girl Jenny down the street. She's got a uh, couple of oranges. If you catch my drift, and uh, kind of thinking about her and me and a nice hill with a tree, but and then I kind of just fell asleep. You don't remember seeing anything, hearing anything, nothing. No. Just thinking about a girl and her fruit. Yeah. I mean, I suppose yet yesterday was as exhausting as the other couple days, but you know, it is what it is. Is that a common thing in this town? People, well, people don't sleep well, get tired. Well, I mean. Most of the people employed here work up in the mines, so I'm sure, you know, they're they're exhausted when they come back and all, but, uh, no, nothing too, too out of the ordinary, I believe. I mean, I usually don't end up leaving the inn for days at a time, but I don't know. Is everything okay? Just, I just didn't, didn't sleep well. Um, nightmares and all that. What, what about the fog? Those are really thick fog last night. Is that typical? Oh, uh, yeah. The uh, I once had a nice uh, spirited conversation with a, a guy who came in saying he, he likes to talk about the weather. And as he's talking, you can see he, he's like kind of leaning on a counter now. And you can see like the adrenaline rush from the slap is starting to fade. And the, the dude looks like death. He's got really big bags under his eyes. Um bloodshot bloodshot eyes as well with that his his body language is so slumped over and no form to it and he said something and as you're like as he's talking about this you're just kind of looking him over and realizing that like this guy probably hasn't had a good night's sleep in like a week at this point judging by how he's talking with you because in between his sentences he kind of fades off a little bit and then gets back on track like he can't keep a thought but the, the gist of the conversation that you get from this rambling is that he he spoke with a gentleman who kind of follows this kind of stuff. And, like, the cold air comes down from the hills. And usually, if it meets up with the warm air, just kind of generates a lot of fog in this area at night. Um, and he mentioned something about how it, it really fucked with some war a while ago. And then he just kind of rambles off. And you can kind of tell, like, his eyes are starting to, like, droop a little bit as he's chatting with you. Hey, 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 stay with oh, me. Uh, yeah. 
When was the last time you got a good night's rest? A genuinely restful night? Guess I never really thought about it. I don't know. Probably a week or so. No. I don't think it's uh Oh I mean you're you're fairly well connected, right? Uh, with a couple of the traders, I would say yes. Okay. Have you heard heard any word about newcomers? Any rumors, strange goings on, anything like that? Not in the circle that I'm belonging with. Usually, I deal with the uh, the food vendors. Occasionally, you know, I have a couple of the kids around the neighborhood. I give them a couple of copper pieces to go spread the word about people staying here. When we do have visitors like you, usually they kind of pull them in to to do stuff, but if you're talking about all the miners and, and stuff like that, all the industrious folk, uh, I usually don't have con in contact with them. You, uh... Why don't, why don't you, uh, go find somewhere to sit down for a while? Maybe get yourself out of the kitchen. That that would be good, yeah. I was kind of worried about starting a fire earlier. That would have been, uh, nah. awkward. All the all the pig grease catching. Don't, don't, don't worry, we, uh... We, we took care of that. Oh, thank you. Um, well, if you guys uh, stop by later, uh, you know, we'd love to have you again. I'm sure we'll be here at least one more night. Oh, excellent, excellent. Uh, well, I'll uh, I'll walk with you out to the front. I'll probably grab one of the rooms upstairs. Yeah, you can uh, you use the one that I was sleeping in. I didn't use the bed. Oh, excellent, excellent. And he, he walks out before you do. You kind of give him like an after you kind of thing. And all of you guys see this very weary, middle-aged, uh, white human guy just kind of like zombie shuffle over to the stairs. And as you see that, you guys are just kind of being like, oh, that's kind of how I'm walking right now. After he walks up the steps, I'm going to turn to address our unnamed group. And fuck you for bringing that up, by the way. Um, <laughs> guys, he, uh... It's pretty clear. He hasn't gotten a good night's rest in a long time. There's... I don't know. There's us. There's him. Not a lot of evidence here, but... Maybe something's going wrong in this town. Can we check the other ends to see how they're sleeping? See if this is just an isolated case or if uh, sleep town-wide is the issue. I mean, we could check the other ends as a first step, but yeah, I think in general we should ask around. Alright. And we could just leave. Did, did you ask him if he had coffee? No, I, God damn I don't know what coffee is. We had it at the the green leaf lectern. It was Maybe the brown you. shit that tasted like shit, but it doesn't taste like shit if you get used to it. That. I'll stick to water, thanks. I don't feel like drinking shit. It looks like shit. It tastes like shit. You get used to it. It's amazing. I don't want to get used to shit. Well. I don't want to bring myself down to that. Have you smelled thrim? I... I've had the misfortune of walking behind him several times. Shit. <laughs> I well, doesn't mean I've gotten used to it. That's not very nice. 
Come on. You gotta wash your loincloth at least once. When was the last time you used used any soap? What soap? There we go. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we just spent like almost 10 to 12 hours in the bottom of an ocean. I'm pretty sure I'm clean. You smell like salty shit. Nyx is now extremely self-conscious and is using press the digitation to clean himself. <laughs> I haven't had a bath in weeks. You know what, guys? Why don't we go to the... see if they have a local bathhouse or something. People might be talking if they're... just sit down, relax, see how other people are doing. Besides, worst comes to worst, we all clean up, we all relax a little, hopefully feel a little better. I like where your head's at. Well, it's on my shoulders, as always. Ah. It's a good place for it. <laughs> that, that's funny. Alright, yeah, let's go with that idea. Let's go to the local bathhouse. I'm going to pick up Cax and put him on Thrym's shoulder. I'm like, all right, let's go, Cax's crew. (laughs) I don't like (laughs) I was going to suggest Cax and friends, but I don't like this name either. No, it's got got two Ks in it. It's nice. Guys, why are we taking a suggestion from the cutest? (laughs) We don't need a name. If we're going to name ourselves, I say we name ourselves Kevin. (laughs) <laughs> we are Kevin how about a I compromise Axe's like crew comma Kevin <laughs> yeah we the abbreviated version is going to go over so well can we please discuss this when I've had a decent meditation you're giving me a headache fair enough to the bathhouse we go boys <laughs> Probably figure out where that is first. Seriously, what the fuck's a bathhouse? It's a house <laughs> with baths in it. No, 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 don't, don't spoil the surprise for him, Cax. This... I don't think he knows what a bath is. I don't. What the fuck's a bath? See? It's still a surprise. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. I want to look at Thrym. This is going to blow your fucking mind. Thrym's just used to waiting in a river. <laughs> He's going to go through the bath and we're going to realize his skin's not actually gray. It's just covered in dust. Oh my god, it'd be like the clearest clearest of clear water and it just ends up being like the most dense brown gunk at the end. It's it looks like tar. Find out he's not even a stone giant. He's a human. <laughs> it's just caked on over the decades. He's just a really dusty human. <laughs> That's not a kid. That's not a stone giant at all. That's just a dusty man. I'm gonna open the dusty man. Thrym realizes some deep secrets about himself that you didn't even know. I want to walk outside and grab the first person I see and say, "Is there a bathhouse?" <laughs> so you go outside. Um, there is a it's still a very dense fog around. Like you, you maybe have fifteen feet of vision out into it and from you can hear like some hustle and bustle of some city going on you hear the faraway clanking of 
probably a, a, a blacksmith doing his doing his shit. Um, you hear children playing out there, um, and the first person that kind of like hobbles by is like this elderly elf and you just reach over and grab her and do all that and she just looks petrified at you b -b 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 bathhouse yes uh, is there one here uh, right down the street uh, don't don't kill me oh I won't okay thank you and pat her on the rump she goes by <laughs> you are her age and as, as as you as you like let go of her and, and you're kind of contemplating on, on being able to pat her on the butt as a premeditative like you're good to go um you one of the her her biggest features are like her like sunken eyes uh very similar to all of yours and she hobbles off with a nice brisk pat on the butt. Now that we're standing in the fog, are my arcane senses going off? Odd uh, roll an arcana check. 19. 19. You're you're getting the usual tickles of magic aura from the magical items around you. And it seems next door um, to the the supper and sleep is like a residential house, and you're you're getting some sort of similar like tickle from that direction, but nothing like in an aura around you per se. It's not bombarding you from the fog, okay. but you're you're just getting a general sense of just small tiny auras of magic around you. Yeah. So is this fog like a, a like a thick fog that you'd find on like a coastline, like a cold yeah. coastline where it's yep. like thick and it's still darkish, or mm -hmm. are we talking like a light fog that it, kind of everything around you is fairly is, bright, is but it's white. still yeah, okay. yep, yeah, that's so what some I would. Sensitivity is probably in effect here. It's it's it is effect because everything is super bright. Yeah, that's what I figured. Um. That's why I was kind of hoping for a coastline cold fog, and I'm like, mmm, nice and dark fog. <laughs> and you are uh, you are not currently able to kind of, I usually give you guys leeway with figuring what time it is, just in the direct, where the sun is. No it's clue. so bright all around, you don't know where the sun is currently, so. But people are out and about, and it's bright, so. Sometime between 8 a.m. and, like, 5 p.m. Cax is going to kind of look up a little bit and squint his eyes and go to... I think it must be daytime. Yeah. Thank you for that astute observation. You're welcome. <laughs> it's very bright. That's Why how were I your crew? It out. Aren't we going to a bathhouse? Yeah, that, uh... That nice old lady said uh, it was down the street. So, bet you she was a real looker back in my day. I'm gonna walk down the street towards where she had said. I'm putting that image in my bank for later. Wasn't she an elf? I was gonna say, and, and not to mention, back in your day, I'm a hundred years older than you. 
Back in <laughs> back in your day, she was still old because she's an elf. An elderly elf is like eight or nine hundred years old. What can I say? Guilt. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I mean, I'm not one to judge. <laughs> Can we leave that in the episode? Yeah, you know, Gilf, it, it, it still works for Thrym, too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's getting left in. For you, Cactus yeah. crew, we're the Gilf gang. <laughs> oh, God. There we go. GG's, boys! Said I, can't, I can't fucking make up better shit than this. Set, campaign's over. That's it. Ending on a high <laughs> note. The greatest. All right. <laughs> All right. We did it. The land is free. <laughs> no, the land ain't free, but we came up with Gulf Gangs. It's over. <laughs> Fuck no. you, Rest of Sword Ghost. <laughs> it 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 just takes a couple minutes down the street, and as you kind of are able to see the signs, uh, this area is. You guys are definitely kind of settled in like the residential area, but occasionally you get like little shops. Here and there, like a knickknack shop, you find a uh, a shop that sells pillows. You have to forget this is like a hoity-toity part of town for them to actually have a, a shop dedicated to pillows. But the, the one thing you're noticing as you're looking in the windows, it's completely dark inside. And no one's going in or out of the, the, the shops that you're kind of coming across. Um, and you do find a, uh, a sign that just has like a bathtub on it. And our our friends from the Underdark have no idea what that signifies, but my boys from the surface know that that would be signifying of a bathhouse. I imagine Nyx knows what a bath is. While he may not have been allowed to use one, there had to have been them in the house. That's a good point, yeah. Like, I don't know why, but people get naked and just sit in there. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But he is obsessively clean. Hmm. So... It's the, only reason he ever it's the only reason he ever studied magic. So he could no <laughs> press a digitation to clean himself. That's it, yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> the only reason. I he fucking learned lightning bolt, but hey, I can clean the shit off myself. That's all I need. He was tired of licking himself clean. <laughs> Got me. Ribs kept getting in the way. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's not a problem for Thrill, I'm sure. No. Can we just get to the bathhouse, please? <laughs> now you All know right. what that weird sound is in the middle of the night. Oh, we knew it. <laughs> oh. Alright, so who's leading the uh, charge into said house of bath? We'll stumble in first. Okay, so you go to open the door to this place. It's It's shut. There is light on the inside, but the door opens uh, right as you're about to touch it and out swings the door. Um, and immediately in front of you is one of the guards. And he puts his hand on your on your chest immediately. He goes, stand back, please stand back. Uh, got something coming through, please. Okay. I'll take a five, go back five feet. Okay. And, and behind that is... Uh, two people dressed in white. Uh, one of them's an elf, and another one's a human. 
and they're carrying a gurney. And there seems to be someone lying on the gurney behind them, and it looks like a, a gnome. Um, and the, the 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 body, for the most part, ha- yeah, get the fuck out of here, Thrim. I saw that. Uh, the there's a sheet covering the body except for the head, um, and they don't they don't look they they look a little pruny, uh, but they don't exactly look like it that this person's been in the state for too long. And you see them kind of just disappear down the street into the fog. Uh, including the guard, or is the guard still there? The guard walked with them. Okay. Once they're out of the way, I'm going to walk in. Okay, you go inside. Oh, oh, cust- cust- customers, uh, uh, yes, are you still here for the baths? I mean, we have Maybe. clean ones, don't you worry. I hope yes. so. Please, uh, down the hall to the to the right, it'll be uh, it'll be uh, two gold per per wash. Grim, I've got you covered, and I'm gonna hand him six gold and say you might need the extras for this one. Oh, that, that, thank you. Um, don't go to the one immediately on the left, uh, please. However, uh, that one needs to be uh, cleaned, unfortunately. Yeah, we saw someone being taken out. Do you care to tell us what that was about? Uh, unfortunately, uh, he he drowned. He didn't happen to fall asleep in the bath, did he? Uh, that's what the guard kind of made the presumption of. I, I went to go let him know his time was up. Um, and he didn't go, so I unfortunately I went inside. I usually don't make a habit of doing that, but I went in and he was face down in the water. So does this, uh, DM, does this, um, bath operator look as sunken-eyed as everybody else? Ah, uh, yes. I, I'm not having you guys roll for this because you're having, like, face-to-face conversations with the people and you guys are all starting to pick up on this common fact, so I'm, I'm not going to have you roll to see if they're looking tired or not. Uh, this, this gentleman is a, uh, like, hoity-toity looking, like, elf with a thin goatee. Um, there seems to be stubble on the rest of his face that he hasn't really taken care of himself all that much, and he has sunken eyes and bloodshot eyes as well. If you'll excuse a strange question, sir, when was the last time you got a good night's rest? That's rather private thing to know, but, uh, well, you are a paying customer, so... At least four days now. You know, you must know. I mean, I'm sure the drow also, you know, don't necessarily get as much sleep as the the rest of the races, but for some reason, I can't shake this tiredness. And unfortunately, that poor fellow uh, had the same fate happen to him. I guess he fell asleep in there. Sorry, what would what, uh, what you say this, this gentleman was? Was he a elf. gnome as well or an elf? Uh, elf, yeah. And of I course, of course, for the most part, you, the most of the male elves you come across, most elves in general, have a high regard for their appearance. And this guy looks pretty disheveled, except for the finery clothes, but they're a little wrinkled. Um, so you can so tell he's, he's very unke- un- unkempt for an elf. Yes, yeah. Oof. You'll, and uh, he runs a bathhouse. You'll oh, have yikes. to pardon. You'll have to pardon my uh, prying. 
question. And I'll uh, I'll hand him four gold for your troubles, sir. Oh, thank you. Uh, appreciate that. You wouldn't happen to know of any newcomers to the town aside from no. those present? Not really. I mean, we we get passerbys all the time, but you know, none that you know run around asking any questions. No offense. Um, are you looking for anyone in particular? Really, just trying to figure out why everyone is so tired. Well, I'd love to know the answer to that too. My patronage has been down at least sixty percent from the past week or so. Well, hopefully, in search of rest, they uh, they come they come take a you know good bath here. I'm gonna pat him on the back and start walking down the hall to the place he told us was ours. Um, sir, sir, uh, what? hey, up front, please. Yeah, oh, uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Flip him two coins. Thank you kindly. Uh, everything there in the rooms, like I said, don't go in the one on the left, right in the way, but the rest of them are free to go. There is a, if you guys are that kind of party, uh, there's a, a group room in the back. Yeah, I'm heading straight to a single tub. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have anywhere that, or any kind of way to wash cloths? Or anything that's clothing I, I suppose what what are you looking for I'm gonna like kind of grab it by arm and be like it's a little dirty I tell you what leave it outside the rooms all of you uh, we have someone who should be coming in the next half an hour or so who should be able to uh, give everything a, a quick rinse uh, he points to Thrym I'm not entirely sure about the uh, items you're carrying uh word on the caution, you may not want to put it through a cycle with soap, to be honest. I still don't know what soap is, so okay. <laughs> and he, he just kind of like stretches out and, and yawns. Well, right down there, uh, if you need anything, uh, there are bells on the inside if you'd like to bring it, um, me or the person coming in might be able to assist you. I'm going to take whichever room is directly adjacent to the one he told us not to go into. Sure. And there is, as you walk by, there is one. The door is open and the rest of them are closed. And you look in um, as you guys are walking by, and I'm assuming out of sheer curiosity, and there seem to be a pile of clothes on the floor. Uh, from the the patron that was there before, and just some just uh, a pool of water that is on the floor, and there's just like a a white marble tub that's in the room. Yeah. So I'm gonna go into my bathroom and shut the door. How okay. far is where I'm bathing from the front counter? On the front counter, probably like 30 feet or so. This is a longer, uh, like rectangle shaped building. Any corners or anything, or is it a straight shot? It's just a straight shot hallway down with multiple doors on each side for okay. bathing. So I'm going to go into my bathroom and shut the door behind me. Sure. Uh, how big was that tub we saw? Uh, that tub would definitely not be able to fit you. Um, you're looking for a tub that would fit you? 
I'm going to look in at that and assume all the tubs are that way, so I'm going to walk directly to the group tub. Okay. Now, th this one could fit, like, three thrims inside of it. It's it's more of a... The the, the tub that you saw when you guys were walking by the room was, like, a, a lifted, like, carved out of marble, like, bowl basin, essentially. Um, the one you go into, Thrym, has a stairwell down, and it looks like a whole, like, square basin, maybe, uh, like, two feet deep. And just beautiful luscious water bubbly water too hey Thrim before you strip down and like I'm gonna like kind of like shimmy down his arm and I'm gonna give him a rundown <laughs> of what a bath is by like here's your soap use this to like water up on your body use when he hands me the soap I'm gonna take a bite out of the soap don't oh <laughs> shit <laughs> you don't eat the soap you're gonna shit bubbles it ain't the worst thing you've ever tasted in the world, but uh, you get the impression there is no nutritional value in this at all. No, I'm gonna put, swallow it anyway. You put uh, you put that on your body, not in your body. God damn it! I want to wash it. What's the point of putting it on my body? To clean it. Okay, so I clean the inside of my body too. Okay, <laughs> I, I've never thought of it that way before, but. You might have a point, actually. Okay, uh, here's how you take a bath. Bad. And I'm gonna, like, run him through that. And then once that's finished, I'm gonna say, okay, and then take off your loincloth and leave it, uh, like, next to the door. And they'll clean that. And I'm not even gonna turn around as I'm walking away, because I'm assuming he's already taken off his loincloth. <laughs> yep. And I'm gonna walk to... <laughs> I'm gonna take off walk your... Oh. I'm gonna. No, I said that as my back's turned and I'm already walking out. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna go to the one next to where Nyx went in. Okay. <laughs> um. So, uh, I'm gonna strip down, leaving all of my gear inside and just the clothing outside. And I'll bathe as well. Okay. I'm gonna go to the group room with Thrim as uh, kind of a chaperone to make sure he's doing it right, but also, like, I don't wanna bathe alone to have someone there to talk to and we can be mature about this no we can't because i am sure all of us here are mature no <laughs> all right well you guys talk while doing that so the guilt thing split up enjoy right the privacy then... <laughs> all right so me and him are in the bath yes yeah. and just just to set the for for everyone who are, is now in a room um on all four corners of the rooms are these little podiums, and on top are these uh, very colorful uh, wax candles that are giving this just kind of like mood lighting of relaxation. Um, there's also at least one stick, there's a multiple sticks of incense in the group room, uh, giving off these just very beautiful scents um, that remind you essentially of like a floral bouquet of all these different smells. Um, and there's no windows to the outside or anything. Um, and it's it's eerily quiet in this place. It's, it's, it seems like all the sound is just encapsulated in this room of like the splashing of the water as you get in and you don't hear anybody else doing their own thing. And it's it's like a nice little chamber just for you guys. 
How large okay. are the chambers? Uh, not, they're probably just like 10 by 10 rooms. They're not very big. Just enough to have that in the middle, have enough space for you to kind of, you know, do a little dance and then plop in balls first. Yeah. I do not put any armor or clothes outside of the room. I'll just wash them in the water. I'll do it myself. <laughs> oh, I'll leave the loincloth outside, but I'm just because he said don't use soap on my armor. I'm just going to like wash it in the water. Okay. And then like after that, I'm done with that. I'll like put it outside the water. And you, you, you're, you're not quite understanding of the mechanism, how or why, but the bottom of the basin is like really warm, and it's really causing like this nice warm water effect. Um, to a lesser extent, the single rooms, it just seems like hot water was poured into the basins at some point this morning. Um, so you're you're getting that effect, but the the big room seems to have uh, the nice like almost sauna type set up. Oh, we should have gone to the hot tub, but I don't think we can fit four dudes in the hot tub five feet apart. Because we're not gay. Alright. Time for the fun shit. Nix is going to slowly open the door to his room, poke his head out, and see how attentive the, the, the dude at the counter is. The dude at the counter actually has what looks like a little chest out. And he's now at the process of taking the coins that you had given him and put them in the chest. And he just takes it and puts it behind the counter. And then from your view, he walks to the right and he's no longer in sight. And you currently don't hear him shuffling around. Okay. As soon as I see him go out of sight, I'm going to sneak over to the room we're not supposed to go in. Okay. There will be a stealth check with that. Are you, You're still clothed, right? Uh, I've taken off my equipment, but I'm, yeah, I'm clothed. Okay. Oh, 18. Hey! So your, your, your bare feet on the, on the stone floor don't make a peep. As you're able just to, just shuffle on in, the door's already open, um, and as quickly as you come in, you go right into that room. I'm gonna, you know, sneak to a corner so I'm not immediately visible from the hallway you know, go around the door frame, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, can I look through the dead patron's clothes? Absolutely. Yeah. Thing weird. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, throw me that beautiful investigation for my modifier for that. Oh boy. All right. A nine, a nine. So you, you find, um, 20 gold in a little pocket on the inside of a vest. Yeah, I'm leaving that behind. Okay. Um, you you find a, a, a very thin, like, almost, like, gnomish dagger that almost looks like a toothpick to you. Uh, nothing ornamental about it. It just looks like a basic self-defense weapon. Not interested. I'm looking for something weird, something out of place, but with that investigation, okay. probably not. Yeah, there, there, there's, there's nothing. You kind of check for hidden pockets just out of trying to see if this is related to what the hell is going on, and you're you're not getting anything out of the ordinary. This just seems like someone disrobed. I'm going to look in the tub. Okay. And see... And just to look at the water, see if there's anything wrong about it. 
do my little arcane thing again and see if I can pick up anything. Anything that would have triggered this person to just fall asleep. Yeah, you 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 look on the inside of this and the water is is perfectly still. Um, you put a hand like just like on the top of this and just like dip your fingers in a little bit, and it's completely cold at this point. Um, the water doesn't look discolored. There, there's nothing in the water. It's pretty crystal clear at this point. Um, up towards the edges of the water, there's like little tiny bits of bubble as if like the soap is just kind of like popping out and just kind of being absorbed into the water. Nothing, nothing strange about it. It just really cold water. The, the, the candles, the, the incense is there. All of that is very similar to the room you were just in. Um, and from the impression of you just kind of investigating this, like it, 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 nothing at this scene seems to be pointing towards foul play at all. Okay. Then I'm going to poke my head out of the door, see if the dude is still there, or if he's you, inside. You hear shuffling of, of feet out there, um, very slow. Um, you're not sure where they're headed, but the, the guy is out there somewhere. Alright, then I'm going to just kind of walk back to my room. Okay, and as you as you get to your room and you, you, I'm assuming, did you leave the door open to your room? Yeah. Okay, as you as you do, start to do that, you hear him talking to somebody out there, and just for a brief moment, it's it's, it's kind of echoey out in the hallway, and you get the, he's, he's greeting the person he said would be coming to, like, do clothes and stuff like that. Okay. So I'm going to go back into my room and close the door behind me, and I'm going to start uh, washing Shadowfell. Ooh. In the, uh, in the, in the, the basin there? And I'm going to be borrowing the water from the basin to clean and polish my sword. Okay. So, after the, the events of the elemental plane of fire and all that, there's just... <laughs> There, even though you guys went in the ocean and, and brought it back, there's like a layer of almost soot on it that when you like take one of the washcloths and just kind of like work your way down it, leaves like this black disgustingness on it. So after a little while, you get Shadowfell looking fucking reflective and beautiful again. Oh yeah, like I'm I'm polishing out the rune carvings and everything. Now that's, that's an I'm, I'm not, detail. I'm not I'm not bathing. Mind you, I'm not okay. stripping down. Nick's don't, Nick's don't, <laughs> don't play that game. <laughs> John with the detail work over there. <laughs> All right. So after I wash myself, is there any soap left? I there's a couple uh, bars off to the side. Like there's the stuff next to the basin or next to the uh, very large basin. It looks like you know there's other groups of soaps. Um, so you, you of course, completely, like, are, like, taking this to the nth degree. Like, you take your bar and just rub it on your skin, and you're just trying it out and everything. So you, you actually waste through the amount of soap that you had, but there's other uh, groupings of it around the room. All right, I'll keep, I'll keep grabbing them till I do everything Cax told me to do. And if there's any left, I want to take, like, two or three of them and put them in my waterproof pouches because I know they dissolve in water now. Ooh. Okay. Because Cax seems to want me to have these on me. 
you 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 assume with the price of two gold each that that come it comes with it so you, it's like it's staying at a hotel you just end up yep. taking those soaps and shampoos home it's not a big deal yep so as you're vigorously like scrubbing your body down what's how, what's key's reaction to all this uh, I'm going to wash myself with my one bar of soap like a normal person, and I'm going to be kind of happy that Thrym's really getting into the cleanup spirit. You know, he's... You look like you're taking well to it, bud. I mean, uh, this is kind of relaxing. Yeah. My skin hasn't been this color in a minute. When's the last time you think you were this clean? about a year and a half like a year and a half old would be my guess I don't remember it but I've never been this clean well first time for everything I guess you guys just do this all the time every so often to avoid you know being extremely dirty and stuff because once you like get this clean you stay this clean it like it feels nice especially you know, fucking like there's dirt on you or soot or you climb off the battlefield or something and there's that one dude who was an absolute bleeder, you know, and it just mm. like got into cracks and every it was just, you know, once yeah. you're clean you just want to get all that stuff off. Those fucking bleeders. I just used to use the horse horse trows. Well any type of water for animals, just wash myself off that way. Did that not like did you not do that and think, hmm, I'm no better than the animal? You know, like... You're... I was no better than the animal. Nah, man, I'm gonna pat him on the back. You're, you're a tough fighter, my guy. You, you know, look at you. You're massive. I can guarantee you were a force to be reckoned with on the battlefield. You know, like... You, you're, you're definitely better than an animal. I always thought so, but... So, so, don't, so don't settle for horse drops or something, you know? Keep the soap around, you know? We'll keep an eye out for it. And, you know, we reach a river or something, give yourself a quick wash. It's, you know, let's try to stay clean. Yeah, I mean, I don't itch as much anymore, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's nice, dude. <laughs> so, as you guys are... are are chatting about the future of Thrym's cleaning. Um, all of you hear from be behind your doors this loud, boisterous laugh. And you just hear, <laughs> I know, I know! Only two hours! You won't have to kick me out this time, I promise! <laughs> and the door to the group room slams open. And Thrym, you recognize the dwarf from last night you spoke with he just rushes in like immediately already has a towel over his body he rips the towel off and cannonballs into the water like soaking both of you guys he goes oh uh, uh, there's people here today uh, sorry I uh, hope you don't mind I wouldn't go under you know stick my head under all this thrim water and I'm gonna wipe my face off but, uh, yeah. Hi, again. Hey, uh, you kind of look familiar, but you, uh. Yeah, I, I remember you. Oh, I got so pissed out drunk last night, it was great. 
Yeah, you were you were pretty lit. I'm sorry, I'm second time in a row, and I don't even think you know my name, uh Edwin. Thrim. Thrim. You suppose we're all here in our uh nature's best, so Yeah. No, not gonna give me a name, are ya? Key, you gonna say something? That's okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little busy laughing at the <laughs> lit dwarf. <laughs> That's okay. He doesn't have to give me a name. Sometimes people are a little bashful around, uh, you know, all of this glory. And he, like, <laughs> I, leans back. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm Kishiglyph. I'm a, I'm a servant of the great Lord Vayron. Vayron? Oh, he's... Zeharin, I need money. I mean, he won't pay you in money, but I'm gonna, like, pat him on the shoulder. How would you like to work for the greatest power, you know, that would truly be on this land? I mean, if he doesn't have gold, I don't really give a fuck. No, no, no. You're, you're thinking too short, man. Gold? Gold's nice. Gold can get you bath, but... What you, when you work for him, your desires, your dreams can come true. This guy. And as he's like saying this, he, he's getting kind of riled up. He thinks you called him short. His feet like bob to the surface. He's just like letting the and of course like the feet stick up as well as another appendage kind of sticks up in there. And you have this lounging dwarf just enjoying this water. He's like looking at you at like this like awkward angle too. It's quite the scene. Does he look exhausted? Ah, uh, he does not look exhausted. Nah, man. Why, why are you looking at me like that? It, you just seem well rested. What's your, what's your trick? Well, I mean, I kind of woke up in an alley over a couple streets over. Had a couple gold to my name. I definitely needed a bath, but uh, I don't have a crick in my neck today, so I think I did pretty good. I think yeah, the trick I... is to... uh have some sort of piece of wood between your head and the ground? Ah, oh, that could have been it. I just slept on the floor. But I always do that, and this no doesn't normally happen. Wait, what do you mean? Oh, not you too. And of course, there he's still at like this like awkward floaty angle too. So the guy, you, you tired like the rest of them? Yeah. It seems a little weird that you're the only one we've seen that isn't. Well, I'll tell you a secret. I don't... I don't really sleep all that well. Then why aren't you tired? I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, it is. All these other idiots, they keep falling asleep everywhere. But I mean... I'm, I'm one to talk. I can't even keep a job before I get half drunk. But that's why I was asking if uh, your great lord was hiring. But no gold, no work. Can I sense any magic aura coming off him? Roll me an arcana check. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, he laid his clothes out he he hung his clothes outside by the door you assume because there's a weird aura that you didn't detect before like right behind the door to this room mm. 
and all of your your equipment's in here along with you you detected your stuff he's stuff but there's there's a weird like aura right outside there it's not very strong you you have any cool magic stuff uh why why are you asking well you said you needed gold uh yeah i do you mind if i take a look maybe i can buy it off you roll me a persuasion check seven seven is tight they have something but i'd prefer to keep it a little private if you don't mind i mean i don't mind i just like collecting magic items oh no you see uh i don't have a job and i, I came across an item one day uh the little box you see he looks around as if he's like expecting people to eavesdrop on him. And I open the box every day. And there's always bread inside it. Ooh. I that ate is... the bread. It's all gone. Next morning, I open it. Bread's there again. Oh, it's a bread box. It's. Yeah, I guess. It's... I just call it my food box. It sounds to me like Wonder Bread. <laughs> I, I I know you said you'd like to keep it private, but I know a couple things about magic items. I, I collect them and all. Do you mind if I take a look at it? Maybe I can tell you what it is. Well, I mean, I already ate the bread, but you can look at the box. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, he's still a little bit weird. But his feet sink to the bottom and he stands up and walks out. And he kind of like does like a little naked strut on his way out to the door. Doesn't even put on a towel. Just flings the door open. He reaches over and he's got like his like kind of like nastier clothes that are hanging up. And uh, now at this point too, you all are, you heard the door uh, whip open again. You guys have kind of heard like a muffled conversation, but you heard uh, E's voice and, and Thrym's voice along with a bastier voice. Um, it didn't sound too bad, so at this point, unless you guys' curiosity is really peaking at this point, it sounds like they're just having a conversation. Um, he, go, he goes to do that, and he looks over, um, hold on, where is that? He goes, Agnes, morning! And, uh, you guys in the, in the group and look over, and there's, like, an older human that's, like, collecting the clothes that are hanging into, like, a little basket. And she goes... Hi, Edwin. How you doing? Oh, doing great as always. He, like, he, like, stands like Superman with his legs spread out. She just goes, oh, not again. He, like, does, like, a little chuckle. He goes, ah, I'm just messing. And he he reaches into, like, his, like, he has, like, a vest. He pulls out a small box and he brings it in. And he just, like, he just struts into the water again and walks it over to you and hands you the box. Alright, I want to look at the box and see if I can figure anything out about it. Sure, so you, you kind of chill for a bit. He goes back to, to leisurely floating in the water a little bit, and he, he actually starts just, like, floating and drifting around in the water. He goes, what do you think, huh? And as you're looking it over, uh, you're getting the impression that this magical item, like, after five or so minutes... Every single day at dawn will automatically restore the food that was like imbued into this. Hmm. 
I'm gonna I think we are officially maybe calling that the Wonder Bread magic <laughs> item. <laughs> Love box. it. Uh, I want to like look at look at him and say, "This is a really cool item." I have a friend that he actually like tells me how much these items are worth. Do you want him to let you know how much this could be worth? Uh, not 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 really. I'd really like to keep that. That kind of keeps me going. Oh no, I, I understand that. But knowing how much it's worth would help you not necessarily if you wanted to sell it, but it might gain you favor in certain places or when you might help you find work even. I'll tell you what, I'll think about it. Okay. You guys are staying around in town for a little bit? Yeah. Didn't you have a couple other people with you? Yeah, they're in they're in separate separate rooms. My buddy's oh. actually right down the hall. That's the guy I was gonna have to take a look at it. Are they uh they a little bit worried about uh showing what they got or something? Just like their privacy. Alright. Alright, I can get that. You are as well endowed as you, Edwin. Mmm. Anyway, so what brings you guys to town? Just passing through. You wouldn't believe some of the crazier stuff that's been happening around town, though. I'll tell you. Tell Do us. tell. Well, you wouldn't know of the blacksmiths in town, would you? No. No. Well, what? Something up with them? Or I was planning to visit one later. Oh. Oh, yeah, no. Go to the... To, to Fern Smithy down the street, Charles Fern, he's uh he's kind of struggling right now. Will do. Oh, yeah. yeah, if you got the coin, I I used to work for him. I used to help him with uh cooling down the things, but then uh on my break I got way too drunk, and then I ended up uh accidentally branding his uh his his le- his left leg. It was uh awkward as hell. I hate when that happens. It's the worst. I know what happens to everyone, and I, you know, I do not look forward to the day I accidentally brained a friend myself. Him and his, uh, him and his son were, were really supposed to make a lot of money recently, and then I guess the deal fell through. And the poor, uh, poor guy is really upset about it. Heard he almost beat his son half to death. That's a bit of an overreaction. Uh... He's one of those tough guy types, you know? Yeah, I've known a few. What about the other blacksmiths? Something weird with them, or is it just him? Or... Oh, that's, the, that's the big scuttlebutt that's been going around the past week or so. Well, that's good to know. I mean, to take it into consideration, I'm not sure I want to give business to the dude that, uh, you know, uppercuts his son when he fails in business, but I'll consider oh, it. Oh, no, I think he just gave him a shiner, I'm pretty sure. Shiner's not half to death. That's all I saw the other day when I walked by. He was was helping carry some stuff in, but that's all he had was the Shiner on him. Creative license, we get it. Yeah, people Mm -hmm. blow things out of proportion. I mean, if I had a son, 
and he was about to marry into some shit, and then it fell through, I'd be kicking his ass too, you know? Oh, what it was, was a marriage deal that was gonna... What was he gonna marry into? Oh, you see, there's, uh... There's some people who run the quarry. They were gonna strike a deal, do some little, you know, combined marriage arrangement shit, and, uh, that was supposed to go through. It was supposed to help with, uh, some business over in Mithril Hall. You ever been down there? That place... It's crazy. People just like me. Sounds like a fun place. Oh, they party every single night. Where is Mithril Hall? Oh, it's to to the east. The entire mountain stronghold. You like gold? You like partying? You like fighting orcs? That's that's the place to go. I mean, fighting orcs is always fun. Oh, when you crack their skulls open and the freaking black brain comes out, oh, it's the best. Get a nice little buzz on. Cracks oh, the skulls. You get that too, right? When you kill something, the adrenaline's kicking in. Like so, the Sudwood guy. So, uh, why did it fall through, do you know? I don't have a clue. Hmm. I just you heard know? him grumbling about it one day. You know who he was supposed to marry? Was it just a daughter, or like, was it a? Yeah, it was a daughter of the the widow who owns the quarries. Hmm. They have the stupidest fucking name, though. Unbelievable. The last name's Quirrell, so they call it Quiller, Quiller's Quiller's Quarries. It's so fucking hard to say. Say that five times fast, am I right? Well, the quarry got to... See, I can't. I can't. <laughs> and the entire time, he's still just kind of drifting. And he kind of like bounces off key a little bit with like his hip, and it causes him to like drift in the other direction. Anything weird about the widow? Uh, no, she's old as shit though. They're freaking elves, you know? Yeah. They're wrinkly and nasty. I don't know. I wouldn't fucking touch it with a 10 foot pole. The daughter Sorry, though. Do daughter though, she's, she's, she's good looking. I do a quick description. Do I quick description of the elf woman I uh, had it on the rump earlier? Uh yeah. Uh, he just shakes his head. No, he's no, no, no. She does never leave the manor that she's inherited. Oh, okay. All right. Afraid I almost started off on the wrong foot. Wonder if that was Myrtle. Myrtle? Yeah. She uh, she caught me rooting around in her garbage one day, and she like started smacking me with a broom and I freaking got like a splinter. It was awful. Ugh. Splinters are the worst. Sometimes they blots themselves in there and you can't get them out. Yeah, and you gotta like dig into your skin. You gotta like rip it open a little bit to yeah. pull that shit out. Pull out the like, dagger, dig I got an there. infection. I had to go to one of the fucking clerics over at the church and it was fucking, it was garbage. I had to sweep their floors for a week in order to pay for it. Yeah. I'm gonna stand up and stretch and think. I think that's a. Uh, I think those are enough, uh, you know, gossiping for the day. Well, if you hear anybody's uh, looking for work, uh, just tell them Edwin Grimshade's looking for work, okay? Yeah, definitely. Keep an eye out just for you, you know, Edwin. If they have that look of like, oh, fuck, not again, I probably already worked there and uh, they kicked me out, so. But if they don't have that look, I mean, I'm I'm good to go. They they know I go to the 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 supper and sleep every every night. Well, we might see you there, and if we do, I'll buy you another drink. 
Hey, this guy. Yep. So both of you are getting out of there? Yep. Okay, he, he he's still just like drifting and coasting in the water. As Thrym gets out, it displaces a lot of water, so he just starts like bobbing up and down a little bit as you guys are getting out. Uh, uh, DM. Yeah. Point of order. Did he hand me that box or did I just look at it? He handed you the box to look at so you could identify that. Okay. Alright, so yeah, I'm gonna get dressed and leave. Okay. Did you back the box? No, I did not. Grim's <laughs> gonna realize way later on that the, the BBEG is actually the town drunk. I overthrew the world because somebody took my box. <laughs> my bread box. I'm gonna get dressed and go uh, bang on Cax's door. Cax, uh, you were you were almost falling asleep in your in your tub. Well, I'm I'm well aware. Cax has been taking the time to soak a little bit. And then he finally takes some of the soap and he washes himself, um, rinses himself off nicely and is actually, like, just relaxing, like, over the edge of the tub. Like, like arms over the edge, head out of the water. And he's kind of just relaxing there. Letting the, like, water run, or, like, sit on his back and, like, loosen some muscles in his lower back and things like that but he's intentionally keeping himself out of the water in case he does fall asleep. I'm going to open the door and say, hey, uh, get dressed. Uh, Thurman and I are all good. We're going to head out. Don't we have like two hours here? We got to go. We got to go, dude. And look, yeah, we uh, we got to like, go pay a visit to a boxer slash blacksmith. Give me like five more minutes. Cax, we gotta go. Are my clothes even clean? Ah, uh, no, your clothes are not back yet. We'll we'll pick them up later. <laughs> I'm fucking uh, fine. And Cax will get out of the water and take or like. I'm. A, is there any like cloth or anything like that? Oh yeah, yeah. There's towels. Okay. He's gonna take a cloth and dip it into the water. And like polish up the gems on Whisper real quick, like still naked just out of the tub. <laughs> polish up the gems really quick, <laughs> and then throw on like the the clothes that would go under his armor. Okay, which just looks like com like commoner's clothes, size down for Cax. And uh, put his boots on, put everything else on. As a player, I'm recognizing my AC is now like way lower. I'm gonna look at I'm gonna this look brings at. up a really good point. Where is uh where Thrim and Key's clothes? We kept them. We didn't put I, ours outside. Yeah, the only thing I left outside was the loincloth because Cax mm -hmm. told me to, so I'm just not wearing so, underwear. That's probably the gnarliest uh, part that needed to get washed anyway, so exactly I'm, why I had him take it off. Yeah. <laughs> we can replace that easily. But I'm just it needed going, to be fucking washed. I'm just going commando right now. Thank God you don't wear heavy armor. <laughs> well, that, just, oh my God! Have your willy pet slamming up against metal? Oh, <laughs> he'd be, oh. yeah, be a walking bell. 
It'd be a walking church bell. It'd, it'd be bell the equivalent. Yeah, the like, bell. It automatically gives you disadvantage on stealth, but it was like, it doesn't even matter. It's automatic disadvantage. It's an automatic zero <laughs> on stealth. <laughs> your knob's just whacking against the steel plating. I'm going to look at Rim. I'm going to say, uh, you can go get Nyx, because if I interrupt him in bath time, he'll kill me. Fair point. He, I want to. It was such a nice bath. Uh, so I'll run, I'll like walk up and t- to Nyx's room. And Did you shut the door? Yeah, the door's shut. Alright, I'm just going to like rap on it. Be like, Nyx. He's not answering you. Alright, I'm going to open the door. You will find Nyx kneeling on the floor of the room his sword on the ground in front of him in what appears to be a meditative state. Alright, so I'm just gonna walk over and, like, shake you. And this is where we jump to you and me, Matt. When I heard them talking and whatnot, I kind of zoned out and tried to reach out to Veyron. Sure, okay. And then he's he's essentially interrupting that. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, that's a good, good key thing. Yeah. So, so I... So it was yeah. after you cleaned Shadowfell? Yeah, after I cleaned and polished Shadowfell, I laid it out kind of ceremoniously in front of me. Took a, you know, knelt down on the ground and just tried to focus on the sword and connecting to Veyron, trying to see if I can reach out to him now that he's on the same plane. Sure. And you... You kind of go into that space of nothingness everything's dark and you just hear a, a disjointed voice. Oh no, that's so much better. Did you do anything to your weapon? I polished it. Oh, that's I can Regular. hear you so clearly now. Make sure to keep that cleaner. This, is, this works out well. Yeah, that wasn't very good about keeping it clean when we were on the fire plane. A lot of ash. Ooh, yeah, that'll do it. Um, anyway, what can I help you with? Honestly, you're the only resource I can think of to reach out to for this one. You didn't... You didn't trick us when you left, did you? We all feel so much weaker than we did. When we first arrived, we we spent one night in this town, and now we're exhausted. Now, now that you mention it, the energy that I passively receive from followers is remarkably weaker than how I left you. What what do you think happened? I I don't know. Would you know of anything that could cause an entire town to be drained of energy? Oh, well, there's lots of things that can do that. Um, Evil beings, usually. um, No more evil than you. uh, No, definitely not. Let's, Let's think for a moment. I, uh... I'm at the encampment for the redeem, by the way. I wandered off into the forest a little bit to uh, focus. 
spoke with Gromf. He uh, has this place really built up. I think uh, when you get down here, you guys are going to like it. This, this place could withstand a decent siege if for some weird reason that spider bitch decides to pull anything. I kind of doubt it, though. I should uh, be able to figure out what I want to do with this orb relatively soon. And like I said, we'll be able to work on getting back Bjorn. But... The whole town, is it? Yes, the entire city of Mirabar. With the... Actually, no. Nyx doesn't know about Edwin yet. Um, so yeah, the entire city of Mirabar. Yeah, that would actually be under the assumption it's some sort of being doing that, that doesn't sound exactly normal, unless an entire food supply has gone awry, but that's entirely unlikely. I don't think it would have. I haven't I haven't eaten anything from here. I've drank the water, but I haven't eaten anything. Mm. I mean, poisons in the water can be effective, but usually that's only a temporary matter. Any yeah. other details you can spare about this? Everyone seems fatigued, and now people are dying from it, falling asleep randomly. Ooh. We ran into a patron at the bathhouse who had drowned because they fell asleep in the water. Ooh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. No, that certainly has nothing to do with me, but... You know, this, uh... I'll let you in on this. I, I spoke with Kashigalith. I I want him to try to covertly spread the word, see if we can't get more followers. Uh, as much as I hate to do things randomly out of the kindness of our heart, if you investigate this and, and figure out what's causing that, you might be able to bend some people's ears to head on down here, maybe to... Uh, join forces with us I'm I will admit I am still torn in aiding you I'm still waiting for that proof that you are who you say you are really after yes all of that and after everything I've been through you should know why yes but for now, you are the most powerful being I have a direct connection to, and thus I am asking you if you know anything. Well, I appreciate the compliment, but... Yeah, it's something that's running afoul. I couldn't place my hands on it, but... If I had to guess some sort of being or group is... trying to fuck with the people, or maybe it's an elaborate heist... I'm thinking from what I would normally do with that kind of thing, but I don't quite know. All right. I'll be sure to, uh, I'll be sure to let Thrym know that you are actively seeking a way to free Bjorn. Hey, how much do you know about Ilganoth here, by the way? Not much. I have a coin of sending that allows me to communicate with him. Yeah, he's acting rather strange. I get... I get the impression he may not fully be for what we're doing here. When you get down here, can you make a mental note to 
keep an eye on him? Well, I, I, I know our... Uh, I know dealings with the Illithid are tenuous at best. It was strange enough to see him as part of the redeemed, but he seemed to be a trusted member of the house and of the city for a long time. Do you suspect him of being covert? When you've lived as long as me and are dealing with otherworldly beings such as that, their dealings only will ally with causes like this for an X amount of time. Just the other day, I was walking and I, I met some little kobold who was taking inventory on something. Ilanoth came along and he... And it cut right there. Immediately, you look up and Thrym is shaking. Thrym, what are you doing? Found a lead. We gotta go now. I... <laughs> Let me put my boots on. So I gather my shit up, put my boots on, and stand up, because I'm pretty much dressed. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to very carefully re-sheathe Shadowfell. Okay. Because I am going to start keeping that thing pristine. This beautiful weapon. Oh. Well, after seeing the power that was imbued with it when Varen touched it, Oof. I've got a newfound respect for the weapon, and kind of want to see what it can do. As uh, as soon as he is ready to go, Thrym is going to, like, as calmly but quickly as he can walk out of a place, he's leaving. Okay. You, as you guys get to the front, um, and you, the, the, the dude there sees you guys shuffling, he goes, oh, they're, are you leaving? Uh, your clothes are right over there. They haven't dried yet, but, uh, if you want to wait around a bit, uh, they'll be ready in a little bit. Uh, we, we have things we have to do. Oh, okay, uh, will you be back? I mean, it was very relaxing, so possibly. Oh, excellent, excellent. New business, that'll be great. Anyway, um, well, have a good day. You too. Everyone. I'm gonna grab my loincloth and just leave. Okay. Let's toss uh, the guy two more coins and say, tell Edwin he can stay a little longer. Oh, bless you. This will really prevent an argument later. This is great. Thank you. God, I love that little guy. <laughs> Axe will grab his armor and just kind of hand it to Thrym and go, will it dry in the bag of holding? DM, would I have any idea if that would happen? Ah, uh, you have no clue. <laughs> All right, dude. Even uh, I don't know. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's a pocket dimension. Is in there the airflow plane. in the pocket dimension? <laughs> there's, like, it, there's not it separate the water from the from the object, so you would have object that's like a little pool of water in the bag of holding. <laughs> you can just kind of scoop out. <laughs> that's what you do. You just pour water into the bag of holding. <laughs> I, I have no idea. One way to find out. So I'll stuff the armor in the bag of holding and just proceed to walk out. Okay, sure. Um, so you all 
very quickly get out into the street. Uh, you guys have been in there for a good, like, hour and a half at this point. Um, the fog outside it has cleared up for the most part. Um, you look up, and, and it's still hazy, but you can see the sun, and it's probably about noon yeah, at this I'm point. pulling my hood. God, that was such a comfortable bath. Cut short. Yeah, sorry. Gotta go. Let's go. Why? I'll, I'll explain in a minute. Let's go. I look at Thrym and say, ah, it was Fern. Chris Fern or something? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I, I, I was hoping you would take that in. I was a little distracted, you know, stealing this. And I'll open my hand and show the box still in my hand. And then close it really quick. Oh, no. Man, I, I paid for him to stay longer. Now he's going to think I was in on it. it, it it's okay. If it's not necessary, we'll see him later, and I'll just say I forgot to give it back and give it back to him. I, I hope we see him later, man. He, he was a, a nice guy. You stole a box. Yeah, it's it's important. Well, let's, let's go, and I'm going to just keep walking. Okay. Uh, you are the worst fucking thief I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. And we had we had a guy that would habitually get caught stealing cheese. This thing's magic. Let's go. Before, Before he realizes magic. it's gone. And we will be right back after this break. Alright. So you guys are uh, outdoors now. I threw the circle on the building that I thought would be appropriate for the bathhouse. Because I'm like, fuck, I need a rectangular long building now that I just made up out of my butt. And that one looked pretty good, so... Yeah, yeah, the church works great for... Hey, that's a patio out back, okay? It's just very decorative. Oh, so you can dry off your jewels when you're done in the bathroom. Absolutely. You, you do the helicopter out there, and, like, the breeze kind of... Helps dry everything off. Yeah, quicker. absolutely. Okay. All right, so you guys are now walking away in whatever direction you want, away from the scene of the crime. Uh, I'd be going in two the different scenes of the crime. I'd be going in the direction opposite of where the inn is. Okay. Because he knows we stayed there. So. All right. So I assume you're just kind of following the long curve down. Yep. You're going along the uh, the the shaft of that road there. Yep. Perfect. <sighs> ah! Hi, future Robin. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Alright. Hey, so... future Robin, come. There you go. <laughs> so, what are you guys doing? Uh, after we get around the curve, I'm gonna, like, look for, like, an alley or, like, a shadowy place we can just duck into real quick. Yeah. And then once I find it, I'm gonna go there. All right, yeah, no, the the curve that you guys are going around are more like residential houses and such. So, um, yeah, just you just choose a random alley. They're not really dark. They're kind of the houses are kind of separate from each other, but there's easily like kind of like nondescript land between them that you can just jump into to get to get off the road. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And then oh. if they're following me, are you guys following me? 
Yeah, I'm a little confused, so I'll step off to the side with you. I don't think Cax is much of a choice. He's gonna get ripped down an alleyway, so he'll just mosey on behind. Yeah, next to not anything better to do. Alright, so once once everybody's in there, I'm gonna like open my hand with the little Wonder Bread box in it, and I'm gonna hand it to Nyx. Be like, alright, so you remember that drunk dwarf last night? Painfully, yes. So he seems to be the only person unaffected by this whole sleep shit. Okay. And he ran across this box. When? I was more concerned about stealing the box. (laughs) Because by all accounts that we've gathered so far, these effects started happening about a week ago. So, apparently it has... You open it every morning and it has bread and he eats the bread and he feels fine. So he, he has the same, like, thing. He can't sleep and everything, but once he eats the bread, he's fine. So, I don't know if it's... I, As far as I could tell, it just makes bread every morning. But you're way better at magic shit than I am. So I wanted you to take a look at it, and I couldn't convince him to let you come in and take a look at it, so I just took it. Okay. So, yeah. Fine, give me the box. I'll hand next to the box. I know I don't have the identify spell, but can I check for a curse? Uh, you can try. Yeah, roll me an arcana check. Alright. Figure if you guys roll super high on those, that could have the chance to... At disadvantage, because we're exhausted. That's right, thank you. Fuck. Oh! I rolled 18 twice. That's a 23. Hey! As far as you can tell, it doesn't seem to have a uh, malicious feel to it. Um, you're you're you kind of like hang on to it as everyone's just kind of hanging out, and off to the side, you you see people coming and going, a couple guards here and there. Um. And you guys just look like you're kind of just in a public space hanging out with some trees and shit. So no, you're not really like generating any suspicion. Uh, you you hold on to it long enough to realize it's it's some sort of like endless food enchantment. Where one, once a day it'll replenish with whatever food was imbued in it. Same that Thrym had discovered. Uh, I'm going to hand it back to Thrym. And as I do, I'm just going to be like, you know... Uh, uh, you eat everything in your path. I mean, this might help satiate you, but that's about it. I'm not getting anything real special off of it. But, okay. It just doesn't make sense why somehow the food from this is... There's only one dude we've seen that's perfectly fine. And we talked to him for, like... It had to be at least 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. He gave us some interesting gossip and whatnot that we can check up on try and figure this out, but it doesn't make sense why this magical, like, is it because it's magical food or what? But he's not affected, and he also doesn't seem like the type that's doing this. And he's having having trouble sleeping, too, so it seems like it's the food. 
you ever had it occur to you that maybe he's just a career drunk and that's just who he is that no matter how bad of a sleep night's sleep that he gets he's going to wake up and have energy I mean this is the way that man lives his life I mean I, I get what you're saying but as far as career drunks go yo and that didn't happen to me and also like everybody else in this town is doing the same thing and I guarantee you that we've seen and I guarantee you at least one of them is probably a career drunk like gnomes love to drink look while you were while you were having your conversation with what's his name I reached out to Varen to see if he had any insight and he seems to think that a stronger magical force may be at work here okay some kind of powerful evil there was some widow at some place called mithril hall she was supposed to marry her daughter was supposed to marry the blacksmith's son and it fell apart somehow he didn't know why so i'm thinking maybe that might have something to do with it well then let's investigate that and you can probably have some bread tomorrow morning. Well, as long as it's not important, I'm going to give it back to the door. To Edwin, I think his name was. Something like that. Yeah. I'm going to give it back to him, but if it was important, I wanted to hold on to it. All right. So, yeah, let's, I guess, go to the blacksmith shop. You know what the blacksmith's name was? Chris Fern. It had Fern in it. I believe the, his first name it, was Chris. It definitely had Fern in it. I honestly was distracted by just trying to make sure I got out with the box. I was hoping Key picked up on a lot of the other stuff. Alright. Then let's go find this Fern blacksmith. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm assuming you just like flag uh, hopefully I'm not scaring another old lady down for uh, directions to a fern blacksmith. I'm gonna flag down a guard. Okay. So you see, you don't see too many guards like walking towards you. Um. Let's see where's my thing. Um. So you guys kind of make the loop and are heading towards the uh, the bronze statue in the middle of town there, or at the at that uh, rotary there. Um. As you get closer. Uh, you do notice uh, a few uh, humanoid-looking guards, like human guards, uh, full decked out in armor. Like, a lot of these guards are wearing, like, the, you know, leathers and stuff like that. It looks like they're used to having to be more mobile in a city rather than wear, like, full plate. But these guards that are kind of huddled in a circle are wearing full plate. They're almost in, like, a semicircle away from you. And there seems to be, um, they're wearing, like, these, like, spiked helmets. Uh, very spiky, uh, like, pauldrons, um, and they all have, like, these, like, twin axes on their backs. Uh, looks like all matching metal armor. And they're facing, as you're, as you're walking towards this, it looks like a, uh, a, a gnome. Uh, old, older male gnome with, like, this very long goatee. 
and he has like this almost like clipboard and he's like like pointing to them and then like jotting down information um so do you want to go up to them and flag them down before i do what is the gnome saying uh, you just at at that point you don't really. Thanks to my feet, I can read lips. Oh, you motherfucker! You're absolutely <laughs> yeah. Ah, thank you for reminding me. As long as he's speaking common, I know what he's saying. So he he points to one of them, and, and as you get as you get clear enough to like read his lips, he goes, "Northwest sector, confirm. North sector, confirm. Circle, confirm." Confirm. Stand, and the guard and the guard like moves over, off to the side, and the the guard like crouches down, and the he puts the clipboard down for a moment and like like cocks his head, and he like picks the thing back up and starts drawing it, and you see him give a couple more. It looks like he's giving directions of where these guards need to go, um, and as you begin to approach. Uh, that are you guys are still approaching, or are you like keeping a distance still? Uh, I'm continuing my walk. Okay. Uh, two of them spin around. They all look like they break apart once he says continue. Uh, as they turn around, the faceplate is open. Thrym and Nyx, you are looking at the spinning image of a cutty. Huh. They right. look emotionless. Same facial structure. Same build except they're decked out in this heavy armor and their movements are very mechanical. And they just walk right by you. Don't even, like, look you in the eye. Oh, okay. Then I'm gonna walk up to the gnome then. Yes? Yeah, hi. Interesting, uh, Interesting guards you've got there. Uh, yeah, we're trying them out here. Um, should eliminate a lot of the payroll issues this little town has. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, do you know where I could find Fern's blacksmith? Uh, all of the blacksmiths, as far as I know, are on the western side of town. I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm out alone here as well. I don't normally involve myself with the riffraff of this dirty city. Looking at him, does he look exhausted? Uh, he he looks a little exhausted. Um, nothing like beat the shit like a lot of the other people, but he does look like he's he's had maybe one or two bad nights. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we're uh we're new to the area as well. Just trying to find our way to a good blacksmith, and we had a recommendation for Ferns. But you said they're on the west side of town, right? Yeah, yeah, all the uh, industry seems to be over here. Uh, I was asked to make sure that they're, these guys are guarding the residential areas and the entrances and exits. We're, uh, we're kind of testing them out. Um, do yourself a favor. You belong with this group right here? Yeah. I may make sure. There's still some kinks to work out with these ones, but try not to do anything that would be deemed illegal. Uh, we're trying to figure out an issue of why they resort to lethal force first instead of asking questions and waiting for a supervisor, so... Alright. It's been... Uh, tedious. I can only imagine. 
you uh, might find this hard to believe, but I've actually dealt with one of their kind in the past. It's a bit tedious as well. Oh, what? Did it look just like these ones? Oh, uh, somewhat. Not as. Did it have color in the in the face? A little more, yeah. Okay, those are those are the Mark Sevens. The Mark Sixes uh, and before had uh, just metal-looking faces. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he did his job well, but we had to give him up to a to an academy for study. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that? Um, did you go through an authorized source for that, or was that just a happenstance? Do we have a defective one out there somewhere? No, no, I don't think he was part of your. I don't think he was part of your troop. Oh. Oh dear. Where were you when this happened? And he like has his like pen and paper like ready to jot down your answer. Uh, we were out in Belliard when we ran into him. Belliard. And uh. All right. Roll me a deception check with disadvantage. Oh. Why did you have to be disadvantaged? Fuck me. <laughs> the first roll was in that 20. Oh! The second roll was a three. Oh, Jesus. And he like squints, he squints his eyes. Seven. Belliard, I don't even know where that is, but uh, we'll look into it. If you'll uh, excuse me, I need to go check on the ones in the western part of town. Sure, sure. I mean, we're heading west as well, but if you'd prefer, we can keep our paces back and let you do your job. It might be best. They they uh, unfortunately can take walking next to someone as stalking and investigate that. That's uh, understandable. Just one more question for you. Yes. How long have you been in town? Uh, two days. We arrived roughly towards midnight uh, we slept in a dreadful little hole in the wall woke up I had a bad crick in my neck and I'll be so happy to get back to the coast yeah yeah I can't wait to get home either well good luck on your rounds we'll uh we'll try to steer clear of the guards try not to set them off rather not be faced with lethal force today. I appreciate that. The paperwork I have to do for the home office is incredible. Alright, you uh, have a good one. Thanks, uh, you too. And he begins to quickly scuttle off faster than you guys are walking. Guys, this seems to be happening to anybody that comes to this town. Yep. Except Edwin. Yeah, Deadwin. except Edwin. I mean, we'll kill him if we have to, but for now, let's let's follow this lead. Sorry, are we talking about killing now? Oh, good morning, Cax. Welcome back to the land of the living. I was thinking about oranges. Probably not the same oranges. Never mind. Did you get rid of the oranges? No, I had a weird conversation. With the innkeep, kept talking about some woman and her oranges. Still haven't figured he, that one out. You know someone with an orange tree? I, I guess. Cool. You think we can get some? I, I love don't know. fresh oranges. 
I don't know. Last time I had them, they were sloppy. Sloppy oranges. Yeah, yeah, we were there. You know, you just bit into the crust and everything. Yeah. What is a sloppy orange? I'm going to presume we're having this conversation as we're walking. Absolutely, yep. Yep. So we'll head to the west side of town and try to find the industrial area to find the blacksmith. It's it's super easy to find as you guys are uh, at that, like, rotary, which as you look over, it's just this giant brass, like, sculpture of of uh, a dwarf with a with a hand axe and a shield, like almost like sentried out. Um, nothing too fancy. Thrym probably looks at it in uh, mild disgust as it's not up to his uh, decorative standards for statues. No, yeah, it's, it's also it's also made out of metal instead of yeah. stone, so he doesn't. Yeah, it's not stone, so I'm not really paying much attention to it. You just look at it and be like, "Gross!" Keep walking. Is it dwarven made or is it just a, an image of a dwarf? It's image of a dwarf, just a non-distinct, typical, stereotypical, bushy beard. That's disappointing. If it was yeah. dwarven made, it would be beautiful. You can tell. Roll an investigation. Disadvantage. Anyone who wants to know more. Sure. Nine. Ah! <laughs> Anyone else? Grum doesn't give a shit. It's not stone. The one thing you're noticing is there's actually like these small circular metal bits. And when you look at a little bit closer, it looks like they've been like hammered into this to hold like plates together, like rivets almost. And it's just you can tell you can just tell it's not that well made. Like someone just threw this fucking thing together. You say it was a perception check? Yeah. Investigation, you told me. Oh. Yeah, it would be investigation. My bad. Okay, then I'm not I'm not gonna roll. It's gonna be a negative value if I roll. <laughs> um So as you guys are getting closer, the other side of town has these these black plumes going into the sky. Clearly you're going into where they're manufacturing or doing whatever. Um very quickly kind of venturing in. Let me where is my to a different page by accident? Uh, all the fog on the map is gone at this point. Um, but it looks like it splits into two different roads on the left-hand side. Um, you guys try the north one first. Um, that seems to be where like the bulk of the smoke is. There's like a group of five buildings that smoke is just billowing out of. Um, and as you're at this area of town, you're also noticing carts that are being like dragged by uh, by these like very large thick horses. Um, but even the horses seem to just have such little energy as they're clopping down, and they're going in this general direction, too. Um, and after walking just a fair bit of ways, about halfway down that road, you do find this in front of this very large group of buildings. Uh, you see uh, Fern Blacksmiths Incorporated. Incorporated? Oh, Fancy. yeah. They're fucking big, baby. And as you're outside, you... You hear like the shouting from the inside and this kind of angry, like dwarven accent saying to, to to rush the order on that. What the hell are you standing around for, you idiot? Okay. Okay, seems like the place from what we were told. Yeah. 
Well, you guys are the ones with the information, so uh, why don't you guys take point on this? Hurry does good work, but bit of a temper. <sighs> All right, so I'll start walking in. As will I. Sure. So the 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 main building you're walking into is like an open. It just has a couple like foundation things, and there's ore on the left hand side of this building, and you're seeing like groups of people coming over with like wheelbarrows, and they're taking the ore, putting them in, and they're carting them off to the multitude of buildings in front of you. And it looks like each one is has its own separate smelter unit. And also you hear the clanging and the banging. It seems like a very big production of uh, manufacturing is going on here. Um, and it's mostly dwarves doing the industrial work. While you see a few humans and elves are doing like the transportation of it. Um, and you see one of them walking around with like this big red apron on. And the apron looks pristine. Like it's never seen like a bit of, like, soot or uh, dust from a piece of uh, ore in his entire life. And he's barking orders left and right. And behind him is this, like, younger-looking uh, dwarf kid. Um, still has a big bushy beard, but you can tell um, is a child based off of the height and also, like, the skinniness of him. Um, and he's barking left and right. And, of course, your first thing you're trying to notice is his eyes are sullen and... He's, he has a lot of energy to bark orders, but it seems like he wouldn't be able to lift a hammer if his life depended on it. And a lot of the other people, now that you're seeing that, you're seeing the kid behind him is, like, drooping, uh, the people uh, hammering. You're seeing the dwarves take a lot of effort. And it seems every single time they bang the hammer down on the anvil, it seems like they have to, like, gather the energy to whip it back up again and try again. All right, so what, what are my boys doing? I'm going to wave over at the guy barking orders. And he glances up at you and just keeps barking orders and walks by you. Uh, hello? I'm wave again. And... Hey! Uh, if you're looking to commission an order, you gotta talk to the front. Uh, I was actually looking to sell some metal. Okay, you can still talk to the people in the front. I'd rather talk to the person that's in charge of the operation. Okay, I have people who would take a look at it, and he, like, shouts. He goes, Lily! And, like, a female dwarf decked out with the full beard sullenly walks over. He goes, I guess he's got ore. Mind taking a look? And he just stands there, and he crosses his arms as if he has a thousand better things to be doing with his day. It's it's not exactly ore. And I'm going to go into the bag of holding and I'm going to pull out that watermelon-sized chunk of the ship we found. That's interesting. Uh, where the hell did you find this? Uh, at the bottom of an ocean. He looks over at Lily and Lily like goes over to it and like takes like this little like chisel and hammer and tries to like up break a piece off of it. And she just has to do it harder and harder and harder and it can't break off. And she just kind of looks at the person you're speaking to and she just kind of gives a nod of like, this is interesting. Is You trying to offload it? Yeah. 
figure that's so, out to somebody that can use it. So she needs a challenge, 200 gold. Take it or leave it. Yeah, that works for me. Lily looks like she's like about to jump out of her skin in excitement. And with all the energy she has, she just begins to like take the big chunk and tries to drag it away. And she's just having a bitch of a time with it. So, I've noticed everybody seems kind of tired around here. Uh, yeah, all these idiots aren't getting enough sleep, I guess. Yeah, we had that problem too. So, you got any idea what could have caused that, or besides staying up way too late and partying? I, I, I don't have a fucking clue. Yeah, it I've was been weird. Uh, having a lot of shit out of my on my mind ever since this little piece of shit didn't do what he needed to do. And then that, like, the little dwarf boy, like, winces. Oh, God, I hate that. What did he do? Well, you must be new to town then. I'm sure all the rumor mills have been talking about this shit all week long. Yeah, I just got here. The, and as he as he's talking to you, he's projecting it out loud as if he's making a point to, like, berate the kid. This little shit, who I'm thinking of just dumping in the fucking woods was supposed to marry someone who would propel Fern Industries to being the best in all of the Sword Coast. But no, he fucking died. He wasn't watching her. Something weird happened, and now the girl's dead. That's... that's horrible. What happened? As far as he knows, he walked away, came back, and something mauled her to death, and now she's dead. Where was that? I don't know, Orin. Where was it? And he, like, awkwardly looks at everyone. It's like, we went for a walk, and I went to go get some roses, and I came back, and she was dead. Like, whereabouts was it? It was, uh, north of town. North of town. Interesting. Uh, so, you said it looked like she was mauled? Yeah, her head was caved in. Did it look like a weapon of some sort, or just... I, I don't know. I ran away and went to go get the guards. We might want to go have a look at this. That seems interesting. Well, that was Are... What what do you mean what do you mean take a look? That was like a week ago. Uh, just check out the area, see if we could spot anything that might have done it. Well, you know it like rained since then. Guess you weren't in town for that. Been in town for like a day. I went out, went out with the guards. There's nothing out there. Hmm. There wasn't even a pool of blood left. Weird. And just out of curiosity, did the whole was the whole not sleeping well thing before or after that happened? Well, I'm sure these guys are just as pissed off as me. They were all about to get huge pay raises for this marriage going on. Well, yeah, I'd be, I'd be angry too. But like time-wise, was it like 
after she died that people started not sleeping or before? Hey, Lily! <laughs> Lily, like, runs over with, like, the chisel. And she goes, I haven't been able to break it yet, boss! Oh, this is gonna take all day. Hey, how long ago, uh, were you not getting sleep? Or not feeling good? And Lily, like, takes the chisel and, like, kind of, like, pats it on her chin. Probably five days? And when did she die? Orin, like, speaks up, uh, like, six days ago? And didn't think there might be a connection there? And, like, Mr. Fern, like, looks over at his kid. I don't know, our paycheck up and died, and people aren't sleeping very well. I mean, who gives a fuck now? You well, keep I mean, referring to this other person as a paycheck. It was a person. Yeah, a person who was going to launch this industry into the stratosphere. It was That's the still whole point. a person that died. It was died. an arranged marriage that benefits two different parties. The only thing you saw in this was money? Uh, yeah. Not anything else. It was just money to you. Yep. Fair enough, I suppose. Yep. Hopefully your greed doesn't find you at the bottom of a grave one day. What the hell did you say? Hopefully your greed doesn't find you at the bottom of a grave one day. You see his, like, <laughs> fist, like, ball up. I Try would. me. So if you're not a paying customer, I need you to get the fuck out of here. What do you got for sale? Dodd, take it up with the desk up front. Okay. <laughs> I'll walk up to the desk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's like a whole little like awning in the front. You can tell like that's where like the business is. And there's just like two like male dwarves that look like they're having a conversation there. So Cax, you just walk away from this whole thing. <laughs> I was told to go to the front to go buy shit or leave, <laughs> so I walked to the front. <laughs> okay. I'll follow Cax up to the front. <clears throat> I'm still, like, trying to listen in on the conversation. Sure. With a passive of 17. And then Mr. Fern, like, looks death through and be like, Hey, well, thanks for that. That's going to keep her busy for a while. If you come across that anywhere else, uh, I guess send it here. I mean, shit, stronger metal. We can always use that stuff. Yeah, that's why I picked it up. I couldn't use it, but I figured somebody else could. You, you look over, and he, like, smacks his son on the back of the head. You see? This is how you do business. And he begins to walk away, and the boy, like, looks at you guys, like, kind of strangely, and, like, begins to follow his dad. His dad's maybe, like, 15 feet away at this point. Yeah, hold up. And the boy, like, does a double take and walks a couple more steps and then like looks like cautiously up to you. You can tell he's a little intimidated by uh, your size. So she just appeared. She just died. Like nothing strange. You didn't hear anything or uh, no, I just came back from wanting to get her some flowers and head smashed in. How far away were you? Well, the closest flower shop is just a couple of houses into the city. Interesting. Well, 
sorry that happened to you. If you were buying her flowers, I think she was probably more than a paycheck to you. Yeah. Yeah, she... Yeah. And he begins to walk away. And I'm going to turn to Nex and just be like, there's a connection here somewhere. Clearly. I don't know if it's what killed her or her mother or whatever. But I... Some... There are a lot of dangerous things out here. A random girl getting killed when she's left alone somewhere. That might be bound to happen, but an elderly elven widow loses her only daughter. The man that they were supposed to marry is father is treating her as a paycheck. It really makes me wonder the widow's at fault here. Yeah, I think we should probably go have a conversation with her. That would be my next step. Any idea where we could find her? I believe Edwin said Mithril Hall. Then we should probably make our way there before Cax decides to piss off another shop owner. Hey, he, he had every right to piss off the last one. Well, he didn't even get to piss her off. We just killed her. <laughs> so just so you are aware of the time, uh, Mithril Hall is probably uh, like 13-day travel away from Mirabar. So there's a good chance that this is something much more local. If you want to go to Mithra Hall to investigate, you're more than welcome to. I've just wanted you to be aware of where Mithra Hall is on your map before. That that was where lifting your anchor. That was where he he said the widow was from, right? It was not. Mm -mm. It was not, and Cax wasn't there. <laughs> Hopefully, so... Key remembers because Thrym was really <laughs> focused on just stealing that thing. I was trying to make sure I got out of there with that box. Yeah, I, it was not Mithril Hall. Mithril, myth, Mithril Hall. Both of you rolled three check with disadvantage. You know, Mithril Hall was that place where uh, Edwin parties with his homeboys and bashes in some orcs. Yeah. I thought they, I thought they were... Yeah, uh, that's where the Doom music plays all the time. <laughs> well, do you remember where we were told to go? Man, I remember. Maybe I'm rolling because you forgot. Well, we haven't talked to Key yet. Well, I, I was... I was there with him. Yeah, I know. So, if I don't remember, he would. Yeah, and I just rolled two 13s anyway, so... Key, you remember in the conversation that... The... The... The two families do live in the city, but their... Their combining would benefit uh, Mithra Hall as a buyer. Okay. I'm, I'm at the front with key uh, over Cax. there, like yeah, bitches. I'm I'm at the front with Cax. I mean, I'm not talking to a uh, Nixon Thurm right now. I'd say we'd probably be walking over your guys' direction to go to Mithril Hall because Thrym wasn't paying that much attention. <laughs> ADHD for the win. 
So at I, this point, it's, it's almost like writing down notes is valuable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it would make sense that Thrym wouldn't remember all the finer details because he was focusing on the box. <laughs> but notes would help in that instance. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, uh... Like my my brain was a hundred percent on getting that box out. I would like to speak to the people at the front. Okay, so you you go up and and say hi, and they just kind of like give you like a, each other a look, like, "What do you need?" Uh, and I'm gonna hold down my neck to reveal the mark of the redeemed. Uh, could you make a brand in the shape of this? Is there any natural firelight nearby? All yeah, the, it's it's the it's, only it's, it's during visible. the day, like. Yeah, it's it's not direct sunlight coming in, but it's enough of like ambient light, ambient natural light to kind of give it like a nice glow to it. And they'd like, e yeah, we could manage that commission. What do you what do you want to get it branded on? Uh, no, I just want a uh, brand, you know, just something that I could heat up and brand. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. We can probably do that by the end of today. All right, that's fantastic. He yeah, really that'll... likes that brand, and he wants to put it on his sheep back home. Oh, you know, that's good. Keep him identified. They wander yeah. off to Farmer, Farmer McGee's fucking place. You know how to get him. Yeah, it's easy. Oh, yeah. No, nah, and now it's like, oh, well, how do I know that's your brand? Oh, really now? You know? <laughs> yeah, no, that'll be like five gold. That's not much. It's just a bunch of wire that we stretch together. All right. That makes it easy. I'll hand over the five gold. Okay. Like, yeah, well, there's a couple orders ahead of you. Come back in, uh, like six hours, the other yeah. one says. All right. And, uh, as a side note, you're dwarves, you know, you, you've got a good knowledge of weapons, right? Mm, we, we mostly deal with the business aspect. Ah. Uh, all right, then never mind. Never mind. Would you know where I'd find someone who's got a good knowledge of history of unusual weapons? Uh, around here, not not really. We're more of a a basic manufacturing thing area. People's okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, Nix, your passive perception. The the sun is kind of far away from you guys, but you can tell he's like looking at you guys. Like, out of the corner of his eyes, he's keeping track of where you are. Okay. Where is he in this establishment? Um, th this whole open area, it's because of, like, the, the heat and the steam and the smoke. It's very open. A lot of these places are under, like, stone awnings that rise up into, like, a chimney so that the smoke can rise up and just be vented. Um, the whole area is just, like, cobblestone. It's like a cobblestone square. And it amasses all these groups of buildings for different manufacturing areas, a smelting area. It's all very open concept. Um, and there may be like four like stalls away from you. And it looks like he, his whole job is just to follow his dad as he seems to be barking orders. And he's he, through the through the talking and, and you being able to as you're looking at the sun, you see the dad. He says something about amassing 25 swords for this order. Get them ready by the end of today. 
but the sun's keeping an eye on us. Yeah, he keeps looking at you guys. Versus before, he wasn't really heeding too much attention to you. Alright, so the, the sun's trying to keep an eye on us, yes. but he's not... Is he in a position where I could maybe, like, pull him aside? Uh, currently, no. He seems to have to be within, like, a range of his dad as he's uh, barking out orders. Okay. Alright, well, uh, the quarrel? Quarry? Quarry? Coral. Uh, family. Coral the family lives somewhere in town, so we should probably go check that out if you guys had wanted to. Yeah. I don't know that we're going to get much more information out of these guys right now. So probably not, but we'll come party. back later anyway to pick up my order. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's, go. let's go see what the other party has to say. Okay, so with some basic sleuthing, uh, they are the quarry coral fa family. I'll fuck that up always too. Uh, lives in the the big ass green mansion smack dab in the middle of town. Uh, as you guys are walking and, and figuring that out, uh, Nixon Thrim, you both see a couple more cutty guards making their rounds. And you just see this very mechanical, like, as they walk by people, they, like, keep their head on them. It almost does, like, an owl, like, 180, and then, like, snaps back in place as they keep walking. That's not creepy or anything. No, not at all. So you guys are growing. I was being here last time I was here. Well. That little gnome man said that they are on loan it's a, it's a new thing of course they weren't going to be here the last time you were here so you guys make it back to the, the center of the the bronze hobbled together statue and at this point it's it's probably 1 one thirty in the afternoon judging by like where the sun is it's a nice, brisk, clean day. There's not too many clouds in the sky. You know, visibility is you can see all the way up the hill where you guys came out from the caves where they're mining. You can actually see a lot of people coming and going. It looks like there are more people with pickaxes heading up the path as well to the north. Um, Cax and Nyx, uh, with your passive perceptions, uh, you notice you do have a tail. And as far as you can tell, it's someone small wearing a heavy cloak with a hood. Okay. On a nice, moderately warm day. Looking pretty to, uh, out of place. Yeah, I'm gonna try to find an alley to duck down. Are you letting the party know you're doing... Yeah, I'm kind of... You know, like, nudging everybody? Yeah. Okay. A tap on the wrist kind of thing, like, hey, let's let's detour. Okay. So you guys uh so you're you're heading in the direction still of the, the big old mansion of the quarrels? Heading that way. How okay. how long into our little walk did we notice? Uh almost when you were leaving the square. If you look at I can just kind of basically draw a uh big old dot and this would probably be your 
entrance in between those two houses to duck into. Yeah, that's fine. So right at the square, right at there, yeah, right at, right around the curve there was when you notice your tail. So you headed this way, and then right where that pink circle is is where you like ducked in between the two buildings. Yeah. Okay. Cax uh, no, is going to position himself about 15 or so feet from the corner he ducked behind. Okay. Draw an arrow and just pull back the bow. Sure. Waiting for the figure to appear around the corner. Okay. So you guys wait a little bit. Um, assume, assuming uh, Key and Thrym are kind of keen on this plan and idea as well. Yeah. I'm going to turn the corner and like get low like i'm ready to just absolute dive tackle someone okay so you get ready to do that and then you hear the clop 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 of feet and then rushing around the corner to catch up with you is this hooded figure yeah just caution to the wind like runs into where you are yeah and i'm standing in the middle of the alley waiting for this person to come up okay so person gets in the alley immediately sees nix and then freezes and the hood comes down right as he also notices the other people in waiting. I take it the arrow doesn't completely cleave through the person's skull yet? Um, as the hood comes down, Cax will say, You have exactly three seconds. Who the fuck are you? As the hood's coming down. As the hood comes down, you notice it is the boy, Orin. Hmm, do I let fly the arrow? <laughs> <laughs> I recognize the person. Do I let fly the arrow? He, I let, the, he, I let he, the arrow down. He puts his hands up and he points down as if to not. And he's carrying a very large coin purse with him. Like fucking like Titanic on him. Ooh, now goes, do I let the arrow fly? <laughs> no, I, I, I quiver the arrow. You, you you need to make it stop. You guys look like you can you can do something. This is This is all I have. This is 500 gold. This, this has to go away. You need to help me. You, you need the gold to go away? No, I, 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 I want to hire you. What's going on, Orin? What do you know? And he, like, looks around, and he's, like, looking around, and says, they have some new guards here. And he, like, walks, like, past you, Nyx, like, deeper, like, so the, the little uh, group of trees in between all those houses. He, like, walks over to there. Yeah, I'm going to follow him straight into them. And he brings you over and he actually points on the ground. He goes, I, uh, I killed her right there. You what? I, I, I I killed, I killed Dawn uh, right, right here. All right. Why? I I didn't want to marry her. So you killed her? Either I killed her or my father killed me. Or you take the 500 gold you've got and flee town. Oh no, I just stole this. Could have stolen it earlier and fled town. Why was murder your go-to solution for this? Hmm. I, I, I don't know where you're from, but when you're born into this kind of thing, you're kind of expected to do it for the rest of your life. I'm going to use Whisper to talk to Thrym and say... If I've already committed murder, but I murder a murderer, the number of murderers still goes down, right? <laughs> yeah. Mathematically. Just Ma I'm not mathematically? I'm not 
I'm not proud of what I did in any form. I'm I'm a coward, and I'm apparently a murderer, but I see her every night. She comes to me, and I see her go into houses right through the walls. And I followed her, and she goes to all the houses in town. And then okay. she goes back to the crypt. But someone needs to stop her. She's she's going to kill the town. Well, the thing is, you killed her. <laughs> you 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 committed murder, and now you want to hire people to get rid of the ghost of the woman you killed with uh, money you stole. Yep, You're I just not how, a good I, person. No, I'm not. I know, and I know how bad it sounds, well, but... You just leave, and instead of murdering her, you could have just left. Yeah, it was kind of heat of the moment kind of thing. Uh, I know, I'm, I should have left. Passing perception. Is anybody listening in? Uh, based off your passive? No, no one's around in this little, like... The area he led you in is very secluded. Uh, hence, perfect place to kill some poor girl. This will, will you help me? I promise I'll, I'll, I'll leave town after that, but the, the rest no, of the town doesn't have to suffer for, for what I did. You're going to stay in town, because if I have to track you, I will kill you. Slowly. Roll me intimidation with disadvantage. Mm. Lowest roll was a 14 with intimidation minus 113. Oof, <laughs> minus one. He yeah. he looks he looks pretty spooked. Until we get this cleared up, if I have to track you out of this town, I will kill you. Okay, with I'll, my hands and they're I'll, small hands, so it'll take a while. Okay, I'll 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 stay with my dad. I just want I don't want the rest of the town to suffer. Where's the crypt? Right to the south of the south uh southwest of uh Fern Smitheries. Next to the purple roof church. Pink roof church. And you're colorblind. God, you just have nothing going for I, you, do I you? Really, I really don't. No, 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 sir, I don't. Nope. All right. Nix, it's your call. You're positive she goes, she returns to the crypt. Yeah, no, I, I, I watched her. I've been, I've been waiting for someone, anybody... Who looked decent enough to be able to get rid of her. What do you plan on doing with the rest of your life? Uh, I don't know. I hadn't really thought about it. All I know is I didn't want to marry her. My dad beats me almost every single night of my life. Maybe I'd wander around and be a drunk just like the rest of the dwarves in town. Or to turn to Thrym. I have a plan to handle this. Do you trust me? Yeah, I trust you. All right. Uh oh, I don't like that look. Double check something. The, the gears are turning. Uh, so I'm going to turn to Orin. And I'm going to kneel down to his height. Okay. Oren, trust me that we will set things right. 
Okay. He looks cautious, but you can you you feel him. His whole body is like shaking. I've got my hand on his shoulder. Two sorcery points. I'm going to cast vampiric touch at fourth level. What's your alignment again? No, I'm just kidding. My alignment's evil. <laughs> and at this point, it's lawful evil. Now, I just looked up exhaustion. It's only disadvantage on ability checks, yep. not attack rolls. Not attack rolls. That's a 13 to hit. 13 to hit? Oh, yeah, he doesn't have 13 AC. Roll that damage. He takes 17 points of necrotic damage. That boy, Orin, just withers away as you pull the energy from his body. I'm going to stand up. Kax, the purse is yours if you want it. My plan, we get out of town tonight. We go outside the border. We get a decent night's rest. We recover properly. And tomorrow we return to the crypt and do what we can about this ghost. But I'm not doing it on this level of exhaustion. I mean, if there even still is a ghost. We can investigate that tomorrow after we've properly rested. Yeah. But I'm not doing it again in this town. Yeah, I think that's the smart move. It's probably two or so in the afternoon at this point. Which is just fine. Further. We'll take our time, get out of town. I don't fucking care. Go a couple miles north if we have to, and we'll rest up there. This fucking Merc kid. <laughs> over here. <laughs> that was my plan. <laughs> I was gonna, like... Have him like my thought was like have him stay in the town, and then we go like figure out what is keeping her spirit tethered here, which is probably him, and then bring him back out here and be like, "It's fine. We took care of it. Everything's gonna be fine." And then we just kill him. <laughs> uh, Cax picks up the gold purse. <laughs> <laughs> Of course he does. You, yeah, you can't leave that money to slide on the ground. He walks up and goes, well... What's, what's he going to do with that now? He can't spend it. That's exactly... <laughs> well, he's not going to use this. And just picks up the gold purse. And... I want to look at the disheveled corpse of, you know... It, the... He, he... Besides the cloak, he wore, he wore, like, a vest. And, like, bare skin. Just vest and, like, shorts. Pretty much, like... You know, when we were talking like young dwarf boy, like we're not, we're, this kid was like, getting married off, you know, didn't really know what the fuck was going on. So this, this kid's skinnier than, you know, you've seen, you've seen average sized dwarves, you know, can't tell. But like, anyway, this kid looks uh, like, uh, like a, a darkened <laughs> raisin now, like, like, like almost as if most moisture has left the body. Uh, it didn't cast blight. <laughs> Ooh. Anyone have messy. a shovel? I'm going to, or Cax is going to take out his dagger and cut away the clothing and shove the cloth, like the, the cut clothing into his pack, <clears throat> leaving just like a, 
a naked uh, raisin? Yeah, a naked raisin, a naked, a naked raisin dwarven boy. And don't Alicia. worry, I have a plan for for this. Not for the not for the raisin. I have a plan for the for the clothing. Yeah, we we, we should probably hide him. I mean, people are dying left and right in this town. If you want to hide him, that's up to you. But I would rather get out of this town now. Is his face recognizable? Uh, he is face down on the ground after after Nyx did that. Uh, he... I think what John means is he is the son of a leading blacksmith oh. in this town. He's probably uh, in general. Ah, uh, most likely, like the face is is hard to to kind of differentiate, but people will put two and two together when young dwarven boy is missing, and then. Shriveled raisin dwarven boy is found. Yep. Not much I can do about that. He's a dwarven. Hold on. He's a young dwarven boy. Young dwarven boy. Throw him. Put him in the bag of holding. I'll put the young dwarven boy in the bag of holding. Young naked dwarven boy in the bag of holding. He young just has the, the 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 greatest collection of shit in the universe in that bag now. <laughs> Hey, now we have a carcass. It's a good distraction for things like dire wolves. It's That's not going to rot either. Good. There's nothing to rot. Yeah. Good. Good play. Good play. <laughs> Mummified dwarven. <laughs> Mummified dwarven boy in the bag of. Yeah. Home. Right. Right. Shriveled up dwarven boy, Orin. O r y n. So. Nix is just going to be like, all right. He was a murderer. That's the end of that. I don't care what his motives or reasoning was. He was a murderer and now he's gone. You know, so we I... go outside of town and we rest. And then we come back and we deal with whatever this thing is at the crypt, if it still exists. I had just asked Thrym right before you did that if, because I had heard. That if you kill someone who's killed someone, the number of murderers stays the same. But if I've already killed people, and then I kill someone that killed someone else, the number of murderers should go down. Yeah. And he said, mathematically, it goes, it would. So I figured, well, I guess I'll kill him. And then you killed him. And now it's no problem. I, I don't have another murder on my conscience. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Unless you want to go get the dad while we're at it. Oh, no, that's for later. That's the fun one. Yeah, that fucker. Yeah, get rid of that guy. At least let me get he my brand beats his first. son. And now his son is, is mysteriously vanished? Bad dude. No, I have a plan for that as well. Yeah, bad dude. Oh. Yeah. Bad dude's son ran away. Now there's no evidence that the son is dead. He's just missing. If and anybody asks us, we just say we never saw him. And they can and assume that he ran off. And he stole 500 gold, I'm and guessing, probably from his dad. Yeah. It's a good point. Steal the, the money from his dad. It's fine. No one's going to miss this kid. But we, we have to say that we saw him. Because we saw him at the blacksmith shop. So we can't say we didn't see him. Alright, if anybody asks us if we've seen Orin, Cax, you stay quiet. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know we have to go back to the blacksmith to get your brand. I don't foresee that being an issue. 
Sweet. So if you want to hang out in town for the next few hours until your brands are ready, that's up to you. But I'd like to step outside of the borders of this town, find a place to camp, and fucking rest. You can pick up the brand tomorrow. Uh, I said I'll be for the brand tonight. I'll, uh, I'll just stay up and go get it. Oh, when I come back with the brand, I'll pass out with you guys. I'm not venturing out of a town that I that a murder was just committed and then coming back to it the same night. That seems suicidal. Oh, I was supposed to stay quiet. And what do you suggest? We stay here for the night? Run the risk of becoming more exhausted? Oh, we can stay out. We can stay outside. I don't see the issue with that. I'll just, wherever we find the camp, I'll run down, get the brand, come back up, and take a nap. Then let's leave town. Okay. I wasn't arguing that. So unless anybody has anything else, I would say that we're going to be walking out of this murder scene. <laughs> Double murder scene. Hey, all right. Soon to be triple, question mark? Who knows? <laughs> How many murders can we fit into this scene? It's the dwarf man with the cool box. Stab. <laughs> Don't you dare touch Edward. <laughs> and now we haven't committed theft. <laughs> By the way, I only cast Vampiric Touch at fourth level because I know he's an NPC and NPCs typically have low HP, but I really wanted to make sure he was... Yeah, 100%. That was the right call for sure. You would have done it. He didn't die, and you just look at him and be like, "Well, this is awkward." <laughs> so here's, oh God, he has plot armor. <laughs> no, here's here's the fun part. There's a reason I used my sorcery points um, to cast that as a bonus action, because then I can use it again as an action. Oh yeah, that's right. I reread the spell. You know, after casting the spell, you can use your action to use a melee spell attack to do it to do it again. So if you didn't kill him on the first hit, I was gonna kill him on the second hit. <laughs> Why won't this motherfucker's go down? <laughs> and uh, considering our destroyed HP, I didn't get anything out of that. <laughs> All right, so you, you guys are are you guys coming out of your oh, yeah. your double yeah, murder scene now? And where where are you guys headed? Because um, there, as far as you've been able to tell just by exploring the town, there's a north exit and a south exit. There doesn't seem to be ones on the uh, west and east side of town. With us closest to the north exit, I'm, I'm leading us that way. Okay. I'm heading north. Sure. So if you, if you look at your map, when as you guys were called uh, coming down at night, like it was crystal clear for you guys, besides the fog rolling in, that... The area right outside of town is pretty flat. Like, it's kind of like a no man's land where you can tell that they cut down trees to kind of keep it clear. Um, but that this area right before the first set of cliffs is pretty, pretty flat. So you could uh, realistically stretch out from there or you could go up into the hills. I was honestly thinking of just like camping out. Like. Right, right in this area here. Okay. Like by the edge of the cliff outside of town, but not so far away. Mm -hmm. That's 
I forget what the scaling is on this, but it's outside of town. It it is outside of town, yeah. It's not in the woods, but at least we're, you know. And I I, I have plans if we get questioned. <laughs> can can I suggest that we camp, uh, like literally one tile northwest of there? Yeah, because it gets us a little further. It gets us a little further away from the gate, as well as it puts a cliff in the way to, to uh, kind of obscure the gate. So if there's a, a campfire, it's not like we're lighting a fire right outside of the gate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like <laughs> right in the center of the square right here. Yeah. Like hugged up again. OK, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that looks good. OK. Axe knows all about camping. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, he's like of, let's just move around the cliff. <laughs> I'm sure he knows all about um. Ambushing. I'm sure. But, so you know. guys uh on on your way out, I'm assuming you were you're briskly uh leaving the, the town there. No. No. Okay, you're just you're just casually walking. Casually uh, walking. So you get back to the, the circle square and right around this point right here, uh up in front of you you see one of the uh cutty guards uh like talking. And you just see an up and down movement next. So you're not able to see what it's saying, but you're noticing that same uh, gnome is following behind it. Okay. And the the cutty bot looks at you and begins to walk towards you. And the uh, the the gnome is walking behind, like watching him and then jotting down something. Okay. So the cutty bot approaches you and then. With this very like robotic arm, like raises it and be like, "Alt." Okay. And it, the voice, besides being robotic, is the voice of Cuddy. Yeah. We are on the lookout for a box belonging to a dwarf. Would you happen to have seen the box? Oh yeah, actually, uh, Threm, hand it over. Oh, yeah. He let me look at it, and I forgot to give it back to him, but I was figured I would see him later, because I saw him at the same bar, and he said he was going back there, so I was just going to give it back to him then. But if you want to give it back to him for me, that saves me some time. Very well. I can pass this on. And the, and the gnome comes up, and he, like, nods. He goes, well, wow, canvassing actually worked with these guys. He's yeah. Like, he's, like, hastily scribbling this down. This is this is great. This is fantastic. And the the cutty bot like rests his hand down and then it like turns to like have the palm facing upwards to like receive the box. Yeah, I'll put the box in his hand and just say, uh, yeah, tell him I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take it with me. I just spaced it. Recording processed. I will do such. Thank you, citizen. Have a good day, man. Dot. Yes. And like the gnome like looks at it like what the hell just happened there? And he's like he sees it to you guys again. He goes, Hey, thanks for your help. I really appreciate it. Yeah, not a problem. And the cutty bot robotically walks uh towards the direction of the bathhouse and uh and the gnome like walks away and there are no other issues uh leaving the town. Cool. So you guys are making your way uh to our your campsite. 
in that square right out of town, northwest right out of town. Um, I think this is probably a good spot to leave for tonight. It being our normal cutoff time. And I think uh, we can chat at some point later this week about uh, what your first steps will be for the next session. Hiding a dead body. <laughs>